You're listening to a High Voltage Radio Network podcast. Find more at HighVoltageRadio.com. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! WhatIsWorld.com Ich mag nicht wohnt den Celebrity Apprentice. Meet new host Arlo Schwarzenegger. Mr. Beaver, why did you team No excuses, off to the gas chamber. Now for paid political advertisement. Look, I'm rich as hell from my real estate and sale of shirts. I wish this president would give us better health insurance. I'll build a wall, just got taller with a better view. I'll build the Mexicans who made good money from cocaine. I just sold a billion hats. If you even blink, I sold a billion more. It's for charity. My name's Donnie Trump and I'm orange and pink. My name's Donnie Trump for Prez 2016. That's my name, okay? It's on my birth certificate. We're gonna bring down crime. We'll give cops guns and books bread. I love cops. I'll build a wall so big and that'll keep all of the speaks out. We're gonna bring back jobs. Jobs, jobs. It'll be so great. I'll build a wall so big. You'll say, Donald, it's too big. Could you bring it a few feet down? Believe me, I know walls. I went to the best schools. The best. I got perfect marks. Perfect. My teacher said, Trump. They probably do it so their ratings stop going up. They say, who could we invite on the show? The low ratings here are killing us. We probably should invite Trump. Look at the numbers. I have the best poll, best clothes, best dressed in my own Trump suit and tie. Oh, look behind me. It's Hillary and Sanders. If you faggots come from Mexico, you'll have to take a ladder. Who's this curry face in charge with Al-Qaeda links? Look, who is this guy? I'll send him back through immigration to find out. me. I think blacks are great. I love Hispanic things like taco salad by the roadside. We're in a big decline. I'll make this country great. And we could have nice things like snacks and cheese and crackers. It's great, yeah. I used to host Apprentice. It was on every Sunday. We will build a couple teams and give each one a different name. And every one of them competed begging that I let them stay. Seeing which one could make the most money. Give it up for our intern, 
on the Robin Slim Show. <laughs> You're really leading the polls, Lambo. He is. Oh, yeah. Did you see the new one? Oh, no. I Why did not? not check the new It's because you're not on Twitter, you caveman. I know. You still got a disc man. <laughs> I still got to You got to step up. I still got a, a cassette player Walkman. <laughs> the Mexican you pay to, to run your your uh, yeah. your online Slambo fucking campaign doesn't doesn't let you know this shit? No, he doesn't let me know this shit. Fuck. I think he's trying to undermine my campaign. What are you paying him with? Oh, beans and tacos. <laughs> 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 Chili peppers. <laughs> you didn't see the new poll on uh, Twitter. I did not see did it. You see no, I didn't see what it either. What's wrong with you guys? It was the uh, favorite character of uh, Robinson's show, <laughs> and uh, Ron Burlington got zero. Oh no, <laughs> Ron uh, Burlington go, got I'm zero. I'm gonna have to go on there and vote for Ron. It's over. Oh you man, jerk God off. damn it! Cheese Wally got thirty percent. All right. Frankie Toomstakes got seventeen percent. And Lamborghini won in with fifty three percent. But I'm thinking to take some of your uh, your lead away in the presidential shit. I think it should be uh, tube steaks, cheese. Should be uh, that should be another ticket. Yeah, I think that should be thrown in the fucking camp uh, debates. Tube steaks and cheese. Yeah, tube steaks and cheese. That's a good. <laughs> that's that's a else? good combination. Right? I mean, it's tasty. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Slim loves. Two sticks and cheese. I have two Easy cheese on cheese. his tube <laughs> Easy cheese. Holy shit. Cheese whiz. Oh. I remember that shit used to be great as a kid, but you have it now and it's fucking gross. Isn't it like it's plastic? Yeah, pretty much. cheese in a can? Shit. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah spray cheese. Really bad yeah. spray cheese. Yep. That should be in your next smoothie. Shh. Two sticks and, <laughs> and spray <laughs> cheese. Oh, man. <laughs> That'll be so worse. <laughs> fuck yeah, fuck yeah. I've been pissing a lot of people off on Twitter. I fucking pissed off Corey Ames' sister. That is amazing. <laughs> I, I tweeted uh, the Ron and Cheese video, and I was like, "Look, we faked our deaths like that slippery bastard, Corey." Hashtag Corey Ames. And then she saw it, and she what did she say? Like, if he's not dead, then I buried him for nothing. Hashtag sad guys. But she has less followers than we do, so I think she's trying to like latch on and get our. Yeah, I think she that's, was, she was yeah. like, "Oh, that's that, the sad it, thing." She was calling you out. She was like, "Oh, is that the best you can come up with?" Yeah, it's good. <laughs> no one else has made a, a Corey Haim joke in the ten years since he passed. <laughs> Holy shit! What well, that's cunt. what I'm saying. Like, how did she even find it? Like, does she do her five to nine and come home and she's like, "All right, I better get on Twitter and defend my dead brother." She just or she has a Mexican that looks it up, <laughs> unlike <laughs> yours, who doesn't tell you. you, you Actually, gotta, he might you gotta get her Mexican. He might be. He might Maybe not be a it's real... a Mexican. A Mexican. I don't think. I don't think he's a real Mexican. A black Mexican could probably work Twitter better than your Mexican. He might be a Guatemalan. <laughs> Or a Blasian. Yo, are you gonna take this shit? He's just insulting your Mexican. I know. Yeah, I mean, I, I would take it out on the ironing board. I really just can't. <laughs> I I really just can't defend this Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... We need an old Mexican man live. <laughs> you gotta pick him up at Home Depot tomorrow, <laughs> but make him we... stay here for like a week. A day. Well, we just go right just down the like, road and we could get one. You're gonna get some beer. Just wait. Just wait here yeah. for a week. <laughs> You fucking scumbag. Get some beer and fifty, <laughs> some Modelo and a $50 bill. How about that? Right? Nah, don't even give him that. Mm -hmm. Just give him a five with a zero written on, oh, mm -hmm. written just a piece. in a Sharpie. <laughs> just a, a zero after the five a on a five paper. dollar bill. <laughs> That's how stupid your Mexican is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what I would say about the Corey Han thing, that's 
pretty much like next level because you didn't piss off a celebrity. Mm. You pissed off the family member of a dead celebrity. That's good. That's fucking awesome. But uh, <laughs> like I'm saying, no one else has made a Corey Hamilton. It wasn't even that yeah. bad. And like, wait, what's wrong with that? Like, say he's still alive. That's better than saying, you know, the lucky dead bag of shit. Didn't get to hear well, Corey a, Feldman's fucking yeah. awful performance Ooh. on the Today Show. Or as what did what did you say before the show? Oh, it's you know he got ran the train on in Hollywood. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he really did. <laughs> he tweet really it now. <laughs> you uh, should tweet that. I need to tell talk. your Mexican to tweet that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing, Pablo? <laughs> Fuck, bro. Put Fuck. that down, Pablo. <laughs> you got the any of the shit open? The the, the uh, group? Yes. Because I figured we could watch that fucking oh, the one, great okay. performance. And then yeah. we could also see the other guy pissed off after that. But yeah, oh. this is the Feldman. And like, it's just funny that with all the Corey Haim shit, the other faggot pops up. And he's like, one day he's trending on fucking uh, Facebook. And I'm like, what did this retard do? And uh, uh, what was it? Um, Sicoli, uh, the comedian. Mike Sicoli? Yeah, he yeah. posted this. Jewel saw it and was like, what the fuck? And then so. Uh, I think this is like an edited version to too. I saw, yeah. I saw the full one. The full. It's I don't aw- know. It's awful. Is it it's worse terrible. though? Like, is it better? Like, it's longer. Yeah. I think there's more of his singing in it. But I just want to like, know what he's doing terrible. with his hands. Like, it just looks like he's having a seizure. Like, he looks old. He looks 80 years old. I don't know. It looks like he doesn't have teeth, but you could see his teeth. I'm gonna see if I can find the other one because in the other one, he where he's talking about uh, the concept, it's it's ridiculous. Oh. So I'll see. If I, I don't know. That, real that quick. much is it that much longer though? Like. No, it's not much longer, but there's a little beginning part of him talking about um, oh. the the whole concept behind the album. I don't know, too. Like, is it just for? Yes Men that work for him that, that he pays? And they're I like, think. this is great. Like, who the fuck, who the fuck said it? The people on the Today Show after he did it were like, oh, that was so good. That's so catchy. Oh, we love it. it it's fucking terrible. <laughs> the story underneath we could read after, too, because that's fucking great. That was, he. he's sad. He's really upset. <laughs> Twitter's really hurt his feelings. And then, um... Oh, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, I tweeted a lot. I tweeted a lot. I, I tweeted, uh, Michael Jackson, you, you, your fucking performance is so shitty, Michael Jackson had to die to get away from you. <laughs> and then I also tweeted, uh, you must have used the, the sexy moves you learned in bed from Michael Jackson to get on the Today Show. <laughs> uh, what I said, you, you fucking stink so bad, Michael Jackson's nose fell off again. <laughs> and you also, uh, he, he, he turned fucking face, da- uh, face down ass up in his grave. <laughs> After he saw your performance, is this it? I think this one should be okay. Yeah, this is it. This oh. is where they, they... Did you see the cover of the album too? It's yeah, like the angels pulling show, out of they, hell. They showed it. He explained. Uh, I he tweeted that too. That. I said they should have stomped you back down there, you fucking asshole. <laughs> his explanation is terrible too. Right here, and you may have had some Corey Feldman posters on. This your has wall. the performance no. too. Yeah. Oh, watch it real quick. With... Also on Twitter, there there's a few, and like I said. The first thing I said is they gotta be the teeny boppers from when he was like popular, and that's what it is. They're like forty-year-old like broads that are like, "Oh, you did so great! Don't listen to any of these people." <laughs> like, that's the only people like standing up for him is like forty-year-old Corey fans that still have the poster on their wall. From where he's like, Look at <laughs> yeah, that smile! Look at that. He reminds me of Mumra. Yeah, Mumra, Mumra was like not not the monster when he was like hibernating in his fucking in his tomb. Mumra, he was too weak. That outfit is terrible too. Oh, the it's fucking hot. jacket. It's like it's fucking nice. It looks like plastic. Really it looks like bad sh- cosplay. It looks like it's made from like glad bags. Like the glad bags that stretch. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. That's what that fucking shit yep. is. What is the earpiece? Is that like an earmuff? Like, it's like a yeah. I don't looks know like an what Easter the fuck egg. that is. 
All right, All right let's watch. Look at his skinny jeans. Movies like The Goonies, Stand By Me, Licensed to Drive. He's always had a passion for singing. And now Corey's got a double CD. Yes, and we hear a double. Wow, it's got to be good because all double CDs are great. Oh my God! Get out of the cover, right? They're pulling him out of hell. It just looks such bad Photoshop. It looks like Tim and Eric. Tim and Eric. It really does. Made his album cover, and I hope Tim Wareheim made it as a joke and like charged him a million dollars for it. I got excited and fucking skipped the video. Grew up in the '80s, right here, and you may have had some Corey Feldman posters on your walls. I'm gonna say yeah. it right here. This is so His much name good is Why isn't he acting anymore? He's not right. passion for singing, and now Corey's got a Look double CD. Cool. Yes, and we hear it's a labor of love <laughs> for you. Ten <laughs> what the fuck? What the, that's really bad Photoshop. Like I could do something better. Years in the making. And then is Corey Feldman name and script? And he's going to sing for us in right. just a moment. Corey, good morning to you. Good morning to you guys. You yes, know he Alex, overpaid Alex, for all this shit, too. The choreographer, the, the record teller. The girls in the back. Yeah. He got ripped off. Musicians. <laughs> the musicians. Like this interaction. I Wait, so is he a demon? Is that what it is? The album is good versus evil, heaven versus hell, all that sort of thing. So they're angelic. And if you look actually at the artwork on the album, you'll see. Why didn't they have horns coming out of his dick or something? Fucking artwork. That is artwork. Stop it, Slambo. So it kind of all goes along with the concept. Why this concept? That's a big concept to take in right now. It's the angels pulling me out. So it kind of all goes along with the concept. Why this concept? Why did angels have to save you? Probably because I know that angels have probably saved me once or twice in my life, and I like helping them as That's balls deep. Did they save him from the child? They didn't yank him out of fucking Michael Jackson's fucking dick when his asshole was wrapped around him. They didn't yank him off of that. What he says, too, is that he did it because angels helped him, and now he wants to help them, too. He's helping oh, the angels. So these are the real angels that helped him? <laughs> I guess so. How did, get, how did he get that? I have no clue. <laughs> he must be paying a lot to, to God. Girls who were, like, kind of lost and needed to find oh, their way the girls. To, to get their opportunities, their dreams, and make them Wait, reality. Wait, he said they were angels. And that's what we do. He said they were real angels. To, that's to what get I their opportunities, their he should make a movie called Feldman's Angels. And that's what we do. We try to help them make their reality. Where he's like got a spy group. And you dedicated one album to Michael Jackson and the other to Corey Haim, is that right? Yeah. So what, does one have a picture of each? Like, but dead. It's not even like, it's not even like when they were alive, it's a picture of them, like, decomposing. He dug them back up, and he's doing a, a fucking dance video with them. He's doing. A, a, he's redoing. Uh, revamping. He's thriller. doing thriller. Yup, with his dead but friends. One to Corey him. One to uh, Michael Jackson. Majestic, who is also a friend of Michael's. So there's so. gonna be some MJ moves coming here. Oh in a minute. fuck yeah! Uh, uh, no MJ moves. No. Yeah, it's kind of a similar style of dance. It's kind of yeah, but with the seizure. <laughs> so he was my idol, obviously, and a lot oh. of my. Shall we get to it? You have that feeling. It's about to go down in here. Oh, is, so is he going down in here? Go down. Going down. Let's get that feeling going. The, uh, cover Gotta see the that again. Here we go. Not a soft dick in the house. He's doing a piano thing. Yeah, that's great. What is that? <laughs> that's an ass slap. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> wait, wait for the twitch of the, of the left arm. The, is it? It's the right arm with hand. Watch. Kitty, kitty. All she <laughs> Where is that? He's like a mime. <laughs> oh my God. He's got a good voice. That's what he sounded like when Michael was fucking fucking the asshole. Yeah.
Who the fuck sat there and told him this was a good idea? I hope he paid a voice coach too. Oh, he just ripped the hood off. Holy shit. Where's the black guy? He's coming. I can't wait. Black guy always makes this song good. Look at that. What is that move? Like he just here. Oh, I love it. Oh, no, we're not gonna stop. It's gotta be as loud as it can go. Oh, hold on. Hold on real quick. Robin Slim Show. Hey, boys. It's David. What's up, David? What's going on, man? Hey. Where are you, dude, on a tin can? So, uh... Have you noticed that you Feldman and Skrillex? Yeah. Oh, can you hear me? It's it's really breaking up, dude. And nothing. Ah. Uh, oh yeah, I'll call. Call back. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he calls the first time. Oh, <laughs> uh, David's awesome. What do you see? He says something about Feldman and Skrillex. Like I hope Skrillex they have a project. So. <laughs> I hope they have a project coming. We'll find out the skinny in a minute. Mm -hmm. What uh? Should we play another second? Or... I guess we could play. Yeah, I want to see the black all. guy. Alright. Wait. Black guy is always clever. Look at that. Reach to the ground. That was a reach around. Does anyone even know what he's saying? No. <laughs> you don't need to. <laughs> Yo, Slim. I think Slim could do a better job. <laughs> Probably. That's what I'm saying. At least Slim knows these things. Right, Slim? If you don't. No, I thought it was great, guys. But, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's thinking this shit is good. Yeah, yeah like, they said 10 years he's been working on this. Wow. That's... You can wait another, another 10. <laughs> Holy fuck. Okay. Love that. Okay, Corey's bringing it back now. This song is getting a little better right now. Take off your pants and your panties. Shit on the floor. Corey, hey! Yeah. 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 That'd be funny as hell. It's time to get... Robin Slim Show. Hey, guys. Uh, any better? Yes. Much oh, better. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I was just uh, watching you guys in the Ustream, and uh, this Corey stuff is gold. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, dude. Uh, did you see it before uh, this? Oh, yeah. I saw it. I think re Times in a row. Oh, man. It's cutting out again, dude. I don't know if it's us. I don't know. Oh, if man, it's... it might be Corey. It might be Corey. It might be the He's ghost messing. of Haim. It might... <laughs> Corey, Corey Haim's yeah, sister. Yeah, Corey Haim needs jumping in. She seanced <laughs> him up to fuck with our electronics. Like, He's fucking he with the signal. He's going to possess Slambo next. <laughs> Slambo's going to be getting raped later by a couple Hollywood producers. <laughs> it sounds on. Hey, have you noticed that... Corey Feldman and Skrillex are never in the same room. <gasps> oh, Yo, he's got oh, a good point there. This is a Hollywood insider right now. Oh, wow. He's got a good point there. I did not think of that. God, he looks just like him, and then <laughs> they both suck. <laughs> Skrillex got better hair though. We've got to yeah. pass that on to conspiracy. <laughs> yes, we haven't had a conspiracy bank in a while. account. <laughs> I just told Rob too. He was saying that he spent ten years working on this album. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! 
What a fucking piece of garbage. I, I, I want to know the guys that like fucking like, okay, this told them it was good. Like I want to, I want to high five those guys. Cause I'm sure they're all laughing. You know, he probably paid them out the ass. Oh my God. Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, you know that he just spent a fortune on just that whole setup and oh. the lights and everything. And, Oh yeah, the, the fucking those, uh, costumes. The those, production. Those girls look like they have doll's eyes. They're just dead. <laughs> they look like they got AIDS. He probably got it from the same clinic. Yeah. He was like going to to clean he up found the heroin. Some strippers and he forced them to learn to play instruments. He at used a basic his leftover level. heroin from when he cleaned up to like hire them for this. He's a good guy. You know they just pulled up a van at the methadone clinic and just put you know pushed them all in. <laughs> He's got a big Feldman van that rolls up to the methadone <laughs> clinic every weekend. <laughs> it says Feldman on the side in, in red, white, and blue. <laughs> uh, you know, there's some people in this world that are just delusional. That guy's way beyond. <laughs> He's probably got himself airbrushed on the hood of the van, too. What I was trying to figure or out, or the too, back doors, like like it's half of him on each. So when you open it, like <laughs> Feldman, you just walk into it, and then it's like the inside of the van is like the inside of his colon. He had it recreated into the back of the van, so you're actually going to his asshole. <laughs> what I want to know is because you said... guys have to answer. I don't have the answer to this. What's that? How does he spend about hundred thousand dollars in production for that, and spends seven cents for his cover? <laughs> <laughs> you mean the glad bag? The glad yeah. bag, Albert? No, the cover there. The, the, the good photo oh, the cover of his CD. Yeah. yeah. Oh. He probably made that himself. Yeah, that or his buddy made it for him. Yeah, they got together and they were like, yo, we're going to do this. You know, you ran out of money on the other shit, but we're going to do this right here. So, so get in the Feldman yeah. van. Well, he did that CD through, uh, he set up like an indie go. Logo, and I guess he got most of it funded through that. What the fuck? Oh, that pisses me off even more. Yeah. Holy shit. Is this, this is what he's giving back to people. <laughs> fucking soak it in, yeah. fuckers. Everyone who fucking gave money, you're an asshole. This is, this is the jokes on you. That's it. This is Feldman's jokes on that. That Goonies money tapped out about 20 years ago. <laughs> what, well, yeah, what, what are the residual checks now? Like four cents a year? Like what comes in from Goonies now? <laughs> Is he gonna be in the remake? Yeah. Is he gonna be like? Cost more for the postage to get to him. Is he gonna be the dead fucking pirate in the remake? <laughs> <laughs> One-eyed Willie. Oh. Uh, I wonder if that's for... what he called MJ's dick. <laughs> you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to do this uh, Corey Feldman bit for about another seven shows because the <laughs> material just doesn't end. <laughs> it doesn't end until another Corey dies. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Nemeth has nothing on this guy. <laughs> oh fuck! I want to know in the beginning he said uh, that he he did this album to help the girls. Like, how is it? Who the fuck is this helping? <laughs> That's it. He's he's helping them get more heroin. He's They're... helping them get more heroin. <laughs> Their former oh, yeah. well, You know what? They look at it as they were on TV. They don't care. Right? Yeah. They're like, yeah. He's making us famous. Everyone knows who we are now. Right. Are you going to get a poster of them on your wall, Slim? Yes. Good. Go buy one now. they got to be out there, right? right. Well, I have a Corey Haim poster in there, so I'm going to put the... Print out the cover. Right? Print out the cover. Print out like 80 or 180 uh, of the cover, and we'll hang it up all over the place. <laughs> we'll just... We'll uh, wallpaper your, your fucking living room with Corey. Corey Pumpkins. What's the album called? 
Oh, I don't remember. What the fuck? It's called This is a Retarded Version of Addicted to Love. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying to think of something like that meat, shitty meatloaf one, Bad Out of Hell. What was that? That that asshole has a new CD, too. <laughs> meatloaf just dropped a new CD. Y yes, he does. I, yes, he does. Wow. It's got to be good, right? Because those other songs were so good. Even when he was popular, oh, he still sucked. Well, I think it only has t two songs on the <laughs> album, because I think each one averages like 30 minutes, those ass songs. <laughs> I would do anything for love. I would do anything for love. But I won't do it. What was it? Like, what, did anyone ever find out what that was? Was it like an anal fisting or a strap? <laughs> he was going to take a strap on? Like, what was the not? Oh, he would, would he not get married? Was that what the secret was? I think I it was. Who it knows with Meatball? That oh. guy was awful. He was no only good in that, that movie, uh, Fight Club. Yeah, he was Bob. I, I did see him live once, and that was the oh, th that three hours was the longest twelve hours of my life. <laughs> uh, I already passed out on stage. A couple I'm of shocked he's still alive. He was fat, old, and out of shape in the fucking eighties. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah, he's uh, he's not looking good these days. He's pretty pasty. He still looks better than Corey Feldman. Pete, you said he's passed out on stage a few yeah, times. Yeah, man, he's like just just fainted. Like just that dropped. was like recently, like yeah. like last week, I think. He passed out on stage. That's all he has. He doesn't go on Twitter, but he just has meatloaf updates come in his phone. <laughs> Meatloafupdates.com. It's a meatloaf. He's update. the only subscriber. <laughs> He's got the app. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> he's got to know about. Me. I got, I got, I got to, I got to check hey, up on meatloaf. Someone's got to care about meatloaf. <laughs> You're a better man than I, Lamborghini. I have all his vinyls plastered to my wall. Sweet. Is it next to uh, Slim's Olivia Newton-John? It, it definitely is. It's it, it's uh, next to his Let's Get Physical album. Which one's worth more? Oh, I think it's the the meatloaf. Oh, Bad I was gonna say the Newton-John's got to be. Bad out of hell too. <laughs> Part two, part three thousand. <laughs> oh god! Right, we, we got a minute. We continue gotta... on with the Corey bashing. I'll let you go. All right, All right David. David. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon, bro. Later. Later, dude. <laughs> Let's finish this video. Yeah, there's a minute thirty. We're left. gonna go to break. All right. Let's we'll finish it out because that'll be good. See you in the club tearing it up. Go for it. That's right. Go, go for, for it. it. Oh, that's how he's helping the girls. It up. He's telling them to go, go for it. For it. Oh yeah! Who watch? Wait, it's Doc Ice. What? Is that his name? Doc Ice. Yeah, favorite Doc Ice. He could even get like a real old school rapper. I mean, maybe he is. But... No, he's not. He's not a real rapper. I like the outfit. Wait, wait, wait. How does the USA suit go with the heaven and hell? Like, how does the red, white, and blue go with that? Like, they couldn't even fucking Corey, you know? They couldn't even uh, get him an outfit that goes along with the shitty other shit? Like, what is he? Is he fucking rerun? Is that what he's supposed to look like with that hat? I don't know. That is. He fucking brought rerun back from the dead, too. He's <laughs> he got that rerun. But he lost a lot of weight being dead. <laughs> Who is this fucking clown? He couldn't even get like Schooly D or some shit. I kind of want to. We were on break. I think I'm gonna Google Doc Ice. Yes, Google him. Because I mean, even uh, that faggot Macklemore got like those old school rappers, and like I, I don't like it, but that video was fucking cool. Uh, I forget which one that was. Downtown. 
I don't know. Like, like I said, I hate, okay. I hate him, but I love his fucking songs. They're catchy. That other, his, uh, his boyfriend, uh, Ryan Lewis, girlfriend, whatever that is. He, that motherfucker could sing his fucking dick off. <laughs> like that dude. Like I'm saying, that dude I hate, but I, I fucking like some of his songs. <laughs> Except for the one that was like, if I were gay, I'd suck dick every day. You remember that one? <laughs> oh my god. But some of his shit's all right. But it's, but he couldn't even do that. So let's, let's watch. <laughs> Wait, do they have sunglasses on? Yeah. Yeah, they, he does. Go for it. Where it gets real. Did you do another dance move? Did you do anything else? He just bent over and grabbed his ankles. <laughs> yeah! He did that crotch shit. God, he didn't grab it though. He should have had Michael's dick implanted oh, into him. Jesus Christ. Have Michael's actual bulb. Leave that suit in my dressing room. I will. I'll try. <laughs> Who is that? Like Michael's... Stinky. Matthew? Back in a moment, this is today on NBC. Who's Doc Ice? I have no clue. He stinks. Everybody stinks. God, this is just... Everyone gets a trophy. He's got a half hour of Feldman cunts. What else is going to get that? Everyone gets And you're going to get more because we have more to, to go over after break. Yes. So. Yeah, I'm fucking just really... wait right there. Grab your ankles just like Feldman. I'm going to do some Doc Ice research. Uh, yeah, do some Doc Ock shit. All right. It's definitely all rather right, die in a chemical fire. <laughs> Fuck yeah. They're anyway. all, all going to die in the Feldman van. <laughs> of fumes. Like, that's what it is. It's just, it's just hooked up. It's got the fucking exhaust going right back into the window. Like, that was part. That, he got that standard in the Feldman van. Like, it's, it's a suicide machine. Death Trap 2016. All right, guys. We're going Coverage to coming right back. Hey, guys. This is Pete from Paint It Black Podcast. A lot of people ask me, why should I listen to your show? How would you describe it? Well, horribly offensive. Balls to the walls. A good time. I don't know. Unprofessional. <laughs> I wouldn't be Bang surprised zoom. if fucking Barney heard some some screaming from next door. Right? Hey, yo, Fred, I got like, kicked out of the house. Uh, can I stay with you guys for a little bit? No, Barney. <laughs> We're not friends like that. <laughs> you better go stay with the zoo. Dum-dum, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should have said yes to your wife. <laughs> can you imagine what Disney World would have been like had he lived longer? Uh, no Jews. That's <laughs> the primary difference. Yeah. I feel like he funded the Nazis in some way. Like, I, don't, I can't prove it. The what? first fucking model of their helmet had ears on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the baskets! Ears are coming over the hill! What the fuck's going on? Dosan sounds like a Renaissance painter. He was the fifth Ninja Turtle. He wasn't right in the head. They didn't really bring him out too much. <laughs> I'd like to fight the foot. <laughs> That's probably why they had a little stupid ass toppings. Bubble like, gum. Fuck, who let those sons order the pizza? I want to stink bug! <laughs> who put Legos on this shit? <laughs> Can I give you money for for sex? I would enjoy you <laughs> making a transaction for a blowout. <laughs> Can I get a receipt with that pussy? Oh, yeah. How, how do I follow this? Do you wash those briefs with starch? <laughs> Make that booty clap. Why don't you? <laughs> this is Painted Black Podcast, and you can like us on Facebook, on Twitter at PIB Comics, and check us out every Monday on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean.com, and PodcastNation.net. Schooly day. Couldn't even get the fucking Sugar Hill Gang. Like, like I said, at least fucking Macklemore got them. 
for their fucking for his video. Uh, this fucking Feldman shit is podcast gold. I know. Uh, I know Hodge did it on his show, and then he also brought up the Hame shit with us. And then uh, Dean Andrews from us saw it, and he went over it on his show, and he gave us a shout out on his show. Oh, that's cool. Because uh, yeah, he said he saw the Feldman shit from our from our Twitter feed. So yeah, everyone's latching on. <laughs> but yeah, then this came out. Um, Feldman, Corey Feldman, in tears over painful criticism after bizarre. This is I love the fact that they're calling it this this title of this article after bizarre Today Show performance. It was how else can you put it? It was the weirdest, most awkward fucking yeah. thing ever. Like poor it, Corey who Feldman. Who is it? Uh, Preston Gunderson said, "What am I watching?" Just fucking Jacob Cantu is on later tonight. Said, "Who cleared this for TV?" Like <laughs> right. I said, they lowered the bar, bro. They lowered the bar greatly. Poor Corey Feldman. After pouring his heart, that was pouring his heart into a fucking performance. Yeah, man, that was his life work. That he was mocked on the internet, which he said, I think, Twitter and in the news, because Jewel saw it on the news, he said Twitter. Uh, the singer took to Facebook Live to tell fans how painful <laughs> the public shaming has been. See his tearful plea right here. Oh, is there a video? Ooh. Or is this just... Oh, my God. Or is it like... tell? Oh, oh no, that's the oh. performance. I guess they, they just wrote out what he said in it. The day after Corey performed his song, it's called Go For It with the number four. Oh, On today, Jesus. the 45-year-old sat down with one of his Corey's angels, <laughs> Courtney Ann, to share their humiliation with fans. Oh, so I guess they're like a complete part of this. Like the... I guess they're in on it all. Uh, um, somehow another video just popped up with an ad, so maybe that's it. Uh, the 45-year-old sat down, blah, 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 to share their humiliation with fans in a since-deleted Facebook Live video. So he doesn't even have that up anymore. He's probably ashamed of that too now. <laughs> Corey defended their performance against the haters, but not without choking up. Oh, my God. We just wanted to tell everybody that it's been, like, really painful. Feldman said of the comments he had received in the 24 hours since the performance. We put ourselves out there and we did the best we could. And like, I've never had such mean things said about me, like constantly. Ugh, oh. did he say, oh God. I love how they wrote out the stupid way he fucking talks. That's great. <laughs> yeah, like, Corey's performance featured things. Courtney and two other backup gals dressed in white angel costumes as he donned the Grim Reaper. That was a Grim Reaper style hoodie to go along with the theme of his fifth album. Wait, he's got four others? Why don't we have oh, them? Oh, wow. Why don't we have them? Oh, no. Fuck, go to the thrift shop. So why are you scrolling? I was reading something, right? Yeah, no, because the ad like disappeared <laughs> oh. and shot me down. <laughs> so I don't even know. So go buy his other four, guys. They're going to be good. Ooh, actually All we could say is that hours. we really tried hard, he said through tears. But we love our fan. Our fan. And we just wanted to give him the best show we could do. But we don't deserve these things that are said about us are awful. Yeah, that's a good run-on sentence. <laughs> Half his fans probably have the downs. Courtney also <laughs> chimed in, mentioning some of the comments had she had seen calling Corey things like bizarre, weird, and odd. That was, What's wrong with those are true? It was pretty right. bizarre. Corey quickly became defensive after he sobbed. Oh, so he, this is like the, the five stages. Is that how many stages there are of grieving? I think like, so, yeah. So he went to anger real quick, <laughs> saying it wasn't that weird, and arguing that it should be okay to bash his band. Oh, yeah, bash the band, but not him? I don't know. Wait, argue oh, that it, it shouldn't, shouldn't be okay, be okay for be okay, yeah. to bash his band. That's a band? 
It's not a band. Yeah, they had three guitars with. Stuff, oh, oh right? they did. I just looked, saw like an eye. It, 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 look, it looked like the the set of a cheap <laughs> pornography. To be <laughs> then, completely honest, the black guy. The black guy. He's he's really hurt too. He's probably laughing at all. Oh, he probably he's probably in his fucking crib, like smoking a blunt. Like, look at these fucking white assholes that paid me. To pay me ridiculous to do this. Public uh, shaming wow. shouldn't be accepted. It no wasn't matter weird. Who you are. Oh, is it cyberbullying? He's gonna be. He's gonna be like. They're all gonna band against us. Him, Ty Shorts, Michael Nemeth. Who else? <laughs> who else? If you pin. Oh, the fat <laughs> socialist faggots. Yeah. Oh my God. They're all gonna. Corey's gonna take them all in. All in his Corey van. And, <laughs> and fucking rape them with Michael Jackson's dick that he kept. He's got it petrified on the, in the back of the van in like a little glass jar. It's like a little glass, like donut jar. Like a the back phone was jar in. with formaldehyde. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a he bean, saves it. It's and a he just, pickle he jar. He just sniffs it and licks uh, Easy Cheese off of it. <laughs> <laughs> Would you lick Easy Cheese off a of formaldehyde dick? No. Slambo. If what? It was Michael Jackson's dick. I mean, that's... Come on, bro. There, like... Fuck, I wonder how much he get for that at auction. Because he's going to, after he loses all this money, he's going to need something. Fuck, does he have the monkey? Is the monkey, is Bubbles still around? I want to interview Bubbles. <laughs> Bubbles fucking champ. love Bubbles. And the, the, the kid, Blanket, we should get him on the show. Yeah, yeah. The one that he dangled him. off the fucking balcony like a retard. <laughs> uh, we can't even get out of bed now. We're petrified to go out. I guess that's what happens after the heroin runs out. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. After your DT uh, a little bit, but I'm and I'm sorry, but we just wanted the world to know, like we're really freaked out over this, and it's really not fair. Oh my God, what a oh, sniveling Jesus fucking pussy! Christ. Which brings me to the next sniveling pussy, Mike Pachetti. <laughs> you got that video? <laughs> yeah. I t I tweeted and I Facebook it, and I guess he can't figure out. Facebook too good. He probably unliked our show page because he unfollowed us on Twitter. Right. Um, but he's still friends with me on Facebook. He probably <laughs> so I put this video up and I put Mike Pachetti and Connie Chung's love child on the next Maury. <laughs> and I put this video up because it looks it really like an does. Asian Mike Pachetti. It really does. Look but especially like when he Pichetti. turns to. Has everybody seen this at home? Especially yeah. when he turns to the camera and you see that that part. <laughs> 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 I can't stop watching. I watched it like all night. One night I just had it open on my the phone, or it was yeah the phone, and I just I had it on. I watched it like twenty times. It's so funny. I don't get it though. Isn't that all people do is make fun of Mike Bruschetti? Like isn't that, that and that's thing? not even that bad. Like, no, it's not. Like you weren't really like insulting him. him or anything. No, I don't think it, it's, it's a at all. it's a kid that looks like him, but he's Asian. So <laughs> I mean. So fuck. It get looks, on the hater. Get on the hate wagon. It looks so much you like. Know, it's like it's it's not fair. I put myself out there, and these people they just don't fucking appreciate. It. <laughs> God, don't damn. Like God damn it! It's not fair. I'm gonna put you in an angel suit, Slambo, and we're gonna perform. Okay. And Slim's gonna do the rap part. Yes. <laughs> how do you not like? How are you not self-aware? Oh, <laughs> you didn't know that this was going to be the reaction or that there was even a no. chance oh, that people well, you yeah, know, were going to react that way? Well, because it's everyone gets a trophy nowadays. He, he worked Everybody... 10 years on that fucking steaming pile of shit. <laughs> you were the last winner. 
He wasted <laughs> 10 years of his fucking awful life. It's probably at the end anyway. You see how old he fucking looks? Surrounded. What did my friend Matt said? And my friend Matt usually doesn't have much bad to say about people. And he just said, yeah, he looks he looks like 80 years old. And it looks like he's trying to take Michael Jackson's move to the next level. But he just looked like a short bus candidate. <laughs> he really did. <laughs> oh, my God. That's bad when people, like... Some of the nicest people are still talking shit on you. The the story Jules saw was like uh, a news story where they were watching it and like the guy after the break said, "Oh, that that was good." Like you could tell it wasn't like Hartfield, Hartfield, but his co-host was laughing, yeah. just saying how she just she said, "I wasn't feeling that." <laughs> so I was not feeling that. It's fucking And that's terrible. the nicest way you could put it. Well, that's like at the end of that Today Show video, the one girl's like, oh, yeah, I really like that kitty kitty. I was really feeling that. No, no, you weren't. What's kitty kitty? <laughs> that's what they were saying in the, the song. They were saying kitty kitty. What? Yeah, you didn't hear it. You could, no, kitty heard, kitty. Go get it or something. Oh, go I thought it. he was saying kitty kitty. I don't know. No. What like did he say? Kitty kitty, though? No, I guess he said go for it, but it sounded like kitty kitty to kitty, me. Kitty doesn't know what to do if it was lost in Times Square. <laughs> no, like the beginning of the song, it sounded like he goes kitty kitty, but I guess oh, you're no, right. It's probably, I don't know. It's the kitty bow bow. It, it. It's probably get it, get it. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So very terrible, uh, but yeah, they're all reacting to it like, "Oh, that was that was pretty good." I'm really feeling that. I wonder who's coming to his to his side. Nobody. Or everybody. The ghost Cor of Corey. Corey, Corey Haim's <laughs> sister. <laughs> Maybe the black guy that was shot by the black cop. Did you see that? Where's that? I think I put that in there towards the top. Was this one? Uh, yeah, that's the that's another big news story. Charlotte, uh, North Carolina, I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, Said the, the cops said the guy had a gun. He got out of the car. He had a gun. He wouldn't put it down. So the cops shot him. The cops black. Yeah. But of course, uh, everyone's going out and looting sneakers and shit. Uh, That's the reason course. for the season. And his sister. I don't even know if she was there or not. I didn't read it. I heard. <coughs> I heard a little bit on the radio. <coughs> his sister saying it was just a book. He didn't have a gun. But cops got the gun. Lying bags of Bro, shit. Like, Lying fucking bags of fucking shit. What does it say? After oh. a night of violent protests in Charlotte, the police chief tried to quash rumors about what happened to Keith Lamont Scott. Scott, a father of seven. Oh, did he know any of the mothers? Or did they know him? I don't he think he knew. He probably doesn't even know how many he, kids he's got. Yeah. But he was killed by a police uh, in an apartment complex parking lot as officers looked for another man uh, they had a warrant for. His uh, family name said Scott, so I guess they got him confused. Um, was unarmed, sitting in a car reading a book. When he was so wait, what? I don't think this guy was. I don't think waiting for the whole his story. Waiting for his son to come home from school. Oh, so it was his dad? I don't fucking know anymore. <laughs> what? So, wait, this story's. This is not what I heard. I don't know. I heard the guy got pulled over. Yeah, his story. His family said Scott, an African American, was unarmed, sitting in the car reading a book. Ready for his son to come home from school. But Charlotte Macklemore, police chief, uh, said he exited the car with a gun, not a book. All right, that's exactly what I heard then. He said officers couldn't find a book at the scene. Yeah, it said that they seized the gun. They have it in their fucking possession. Yeah. It's time for the voiceless majority to stand up and be heard, said the police chief, who was black. There you go. Yeah. There you go. You can't blame it on the white devil anymore. It's time to change the narrative because I can tell you from the facts that the story's a little bit different as to how it's being portrayed, especially through social media. Exactly. I saw. I can't tell you how much I saw. Just like the other guy who was flashing guns and and and, and fucking money and drugs on his uh, Twitter from years ago. He was the other innocent victim in one of them. You know, like fuck, man, yeah. fuck, Jesus Christ. So now it's just against cops. Let's go. I I just want to know when is martial law 
gonna just take over like everything in this fuck everything the fucking yeah. the terrorists and shit what was that like five terrorist attacks yeah like, man new jersey new york it was the same over the last guy. few it days was the same guy that yeah. killed them yeah and that faggot they fucking well though first i saw on friday i think it was yeah it was the one that hatcheted uh a cop in yeah the that head. was in michigan no, the New York City. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The New York City. You had that one posted, I think. Uh, yeah, that, that started it. That started, and then, like, I think New York, something happened in New York. Uh, that story's in there, too, at, towards the top, like, all the shit. And the New York, the Elizabeth um, train station, and uh, Seaside. I say... What the fuck happened in Seaside? Did you, uh, oh, yeah, know. yeah, that's where he put the bomb in the trash can, and then he went up to uh, Elizabeth train station, put another bomb in another tr can, I think, and then he went to Manhattan... Put a bomb in a dumpster. That one actually exploded. People got shrapnel stuck in them. And then all I'm seeing is all the neighbors. Ah, oh, I never said. I can't believe it's such a nice guy. Such a nice guy. And then, uh, and then everywhere else I'm seeing. Oh yeah, but the everyone hates the the Muslims. But there's a lot of Muslims treating us too. Well, yeah, when they're fucking doing this, like, get rid of them all. We have doctors too. We have white doctors. Yeah. We have black I say... doctors. I say crucifix. We have Asian doctors. I Asian say... doctors. You don't get better than a fucking Asian doctor. Yeah. They're Asians. They have those dainty little hands for yep. fucking medical procedures. They can, like... They, they don't care about, you know... Hey, man, I'd I, 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 I trust an Asian doctor long before I'd trust a white man. Would you get... Who would you pick for the prostate exam? Uh, probably the Asian the doctor. Asian because guy? it would leave... It would leave dainty little fingers? It would, it, would, it would stretch you out less, you know? Like, you wouldn't feel... It would be less invasive. <laughs> it would just be like... <laughs> you were just kissing the fucking tip of his finger with your ass just feel so like know. you know it would just feel like nothing it <laughs> wouldn't feel like it wouldn't be a big deal yeah that was the one the meat cleaver attacked an nypd officer and then i saw someone else uh, that shared that story said yeah i'm sure people are gonna complain that he was shot 12 times no, but he shouldn't right. be hacking up a fucking cop's head with a fucking hatchet mm. and stop attacking the people that, that are there to protect us it's time you know? to uh crucify the fucks upside down oh, that's what they now. need to do <laughs> very violent that's what yeah, they bro. need to do Slambo. It's part of my campaign now. <laughs> Fuck, dude. What's going on? That's what I'm saying. When is, is it, this is civil war? I guess. I guess that's what it fucking is. But I just want to know when. When is this military gonna start taking over? It's gonna be soon. It's probably gonna be around the election time. And they're gonna give these fucks the gun, the weapons too, and badges and shit. Too. Who? The Cops? fucking government. The government? Uh, who? They're the trying... military already has guns. That's they're the trying to destroy the fucking like. Who are they giving guns Who to? Who is they? No, no, no. Is this a slim spiracy? Is this a slam spiracy? It's a slim spiracy. No, this is no, a slam spiracy. No, a slam spiracy. I heard dead guns and. <laughs> well, they uh, they gave they they funneled weapons through Libya to the. Uh... Is this the Ayatollah, a yeah. rock and roller? Oh <laughs> well, yeah. So you're saying that they're gonna arm the Muslims that are in our country attacking us? They're going to. They're going to just, oh, yeah, is that, that's part yeah. of the, the refugee program. You get, a, you get an AK. You get an AK. And plutonium. And a knife. You get a little, like, starter kit when you come over here. And you you get, get a pressure cooker. And you get a little Ebola kit. Yeah. A Ebola growing kit. kit. Fuck yeah. I, I, think, I think that, like, you get that when you're born over there, right? Like, they give you the little, like, vial. Yeah, man. They give that's, how, that's, that's part of a wedding dowry, I heard. It is. In the Middle East. They like that shit. They love it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man, I got sick again. I fucking, like, stopped those antibiotics and, like, felt all right. And then, like, every day it just feels like it's coming back. And then I went and got more. I got steroids this time, so I'm going to get ripped. I'm going to get ripped, <laughs> motherfuckers. Nice. I get home from the hospital. My mom's like, what did they give you? 
And I was like, ah, uh, yeah, more antibiotics and some steroids. I don't like steroids. <laughs> I should have started punching holes in the walls. Fuck! Fuck Get you. off my back! I'm on steroids. Make... I don't. I think she. I think she knew to do it. I should have just acted like I was void raging. Get off my back, woman! I'm on steroids. God damn it! Go make me fucking pancakes. <laughs> I should have started flat with my shirt and started flexing in the hallway and shit. Go make just... me waffles, bitch! <laughs> oh, bitch! You can run, but you can't hide, bitch. <laughs> Oh, uh, when is that show coming back? When is Rick and Morty season three coming? I've heard November. I don't know if it's changed since. I've oh, heard that did a they while ago. release a date? I heard uh, November, yeah. But that was like a few months ago that they said November. So, what do you think we'll see first? Another Corey fucking CD or another Rick and Morty? Probably another Corey uh, CD. Sweet. So they'll put out four CDs. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, even great bands have had double CDs where one is like, you can just throw it away. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them, a lot of them are, are shit. And uh, so you know that whole thing is shit. If that's the song, if that's like the proud fucking ship of his armada. That's he his just single, showed like, you. Yeah. He just showed you the best thing on there. Yeah, that's going to be a fucking piece of shit. Mm. Fuck. That's good shit. Ugh. I wonder what uh, our good friend Crazy Slammy thinks of that video. I don't know. We got to get a hold of him. Whoa! Crazy <laughs> Slammy reacts to the Corey Feldman video. <laughs> We need another, uh, he's got to put out another commercial. He needs one. Soon, yeah. There's Thanksgiving coming up. Yeah, I think he needs, like, tur like stuffed turkeys and shit. Yeah, if he's got a whole... And, like, you, you got to get, like, a real turkey and just, like, just yeah. throw it. Like, a frozen turkey. You got to slam that into the electronics <laughs> this time. And he needs, <laughs> like, amazing. um... You know, he, he's got to get rid of all that surplus uh, oh, merchandise. Oh, we should do a pumpkin smashing one, too. Yes! We need to just get pumpkins yeah. and fucking smash pumpkins yeah. on everything. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, cocksucker. <clears throat> you know, I was thinking, uh, you were saying earlier how, like, uh, the one dude that was killing people or whatever, and people were like, oh, you know, he seemed like a nice dude. I have thought, though, if you're put in that situation where your neighbor is, like, fucking crazy and you don't say anything to anyone and then he goes and kills <laughs> a bunch of people. Dick. Yeah, if if they say, like, hey, so did you, you know, did you mm. notice anything? And if you were like, oh, do. yeah. People don't even go outside anymore. They just stay inside on their fucking phone. Nobody fucking associates. I have neighbors. Yeah, I don't even know true. their fucking names. So, yeah, people probably fucking, like, never or said hi in passing. That doesn't make yeah. somebody the fucking pope. Saying hi in passing. Oh, he's so nice. He said hi to me. Shut the fuck up, cunt. <laughs> Try and kill people. The probably, probably the only reason he's on, like, uh, he was being, like, he had his life saved. They put him in surgery. He's probably to find out, you know, who else if, is involved yeah, in this shit. Yeah, if he shit. was, yeah. There's a uh, network or something. Fucking, because he's such a sloppy dickhole. Uh, they found him because he fucking, he left his cell phone in one of those bombs. I guess that's what detonated it. And, uh, and then when they went to get him, he, he had a gun. They had a shootout. The fucking faggot had a gun and was shooting at the cops. Like Stupid asshole. So, yeah, that's why the fucking jerk-off got shot, so. I wonder where Hatchet Boy is. <laughs> they didn't keep Hatchet Boy alive. They were like, nah. fucking. I wonder if that cop's all right. Like, I don't know if it was the same cop that shot him was the guy that got hit. I don't know. That's fucked up, though. Like, I found, I saw the story trending on Facebook, and it was, like, live. It was just, like, happening. And I sent it to Ryan Quinn. I sent it to Jules. I sent it to my friend Mike from work, and Ryan's like, I, I never even heard of this shit, and that's what it had just broke. And then, like, an hour or two later, he messaged me. He's like, they just had it on the news. They just fucking had it on the news. So I was like, holy so shit. Yeah, they said that in the hatchet incident, the cop got hit in the head with the hatchet, and then he fucking shot the guy afterwards. Oh, you read it? Yeah, that's, that's what, what he said. He it was he the same cop that 
Oh, good, good. Yeah, it was the same I didn't know if another cop hit. arrived for like backup or something, or like that's, his partner. That's a pretty fucking metal cop. I, yeah, I mean, dude. Hopefully that guy's okay. Uh, I mean, imagine like somebody just hits you in the head with a hatchet and you just pull it out and shoot the guy dead. But that's some it, of dude. them are doctors. I so mean, Slim. I, they, yeah, they're helping us, bro. Yeah, um, it's a, it says a police officer has reportedly shot a man armed with a meat cleaver in Midtown Manhattan. Manhattan. The All that was trending on Facebook was a uh, hatchet or, hatchet, or a meat yeah. cleaver. Meat cleaver meat was trending. Cleaver. That's what I'm saying. They've t fucked it up totally. Like it doesn't yeah. even sh give you like a headline anymore unless you click on it. But all that was trending was like meat cleaver. I'm like, what's this? <laughs> yeah, like, just that could be, be a song for a metal band. That could like, be Corey Hames' next fucking album. Stupid <laughs> fucking retard to charge a cop with a meat cleaver. That's uh, a especially saying. a New York City cop. I Jesus know, Christ! Right? What, what, the suspect allegedly attacked the officer with a weapon around 5 p.m., causing the injury to the officer's head. The officer has been transported to Bellevue, according to police. The condition of the suspect is unknown at this time. I hope he died. Thoughts, and it's unclear if the suspect is in custody. Custody of a body bag. <laughs> Whatever, dude. What the fuck ever. But keep bringing him here. <laughs> yeah, bringing us more refugees. Yeah. Of, oh, it's not all Muslims, but yes. In, all, in, in fucking uh, mosques is where they're fucking uh, planning all this shit. Yeah. It's where they're planning this shit. It is. You got a. It's a, a fact. I actually have a copy right here. He got a book recently. This is actually yeah. hilarious on what this. Uh, it, what what is it? Explain I, to it and, and then I read that one thing. Read a, I haven't read it yet, but it's it's a it's a book about like the the Prophet Muhammad, like the real actual story. It doesn't really portray him in a very positive light. Oh no. And the uh, the pray he had, the author actually put a uh, review that some Muslim put up on his website. It says. May Allah rip out his spine from his back and split his brains in two and then put them in both back and then do it over again. He said that about the author? <laughs> yeah. Wow, they're, they're nice people. Yeah, I mean, they're very, nice people. Very sweet Well, I know in the Quran too, it says, it says like the, the one hand you pray with, the other hand you beat your wife with. Yeah. Like one, you know, like yeah, just, actually... it's a savage book. Everyone's like, oh, it's a real peaceful book. And you read no, it's a fucking Are you going to read for the Quran? No, no. <laughs> this could be for Slam Time, Slam Bergie. This could be for Slam Time. This will be your summer show if you ever get yeah. that fucking off the ground. <laughs> fucking lazy read, fuck. He just reads from the Quran. Just, yes. That'll be the next bonus show. <laughs> this weekend. Slamborghini <laughs> reads the Quran. You should do that. You should do an audio book. Please do it, Pete. I should. Please do it. I will do it. Please do this when you're let, like when in your downtime from work. And you gotta be drunk every you time. Need, no, no, yeah, I gotta get it. Like, it needs to be a video. You need to at least like read a uh, fucking like excerpt and like sit in a rocking chair with a fucking nice whiskey glass on a snack. I was, tray I was thinking maybe and, dress like, up. A smoking jacket. I was thinking maybe yeah. dress up like a uh, like a Saudi Arabian oil sheik. You could do that like, too, but you need to sit in a, in a fancy fucking. Uh, a rocking chair and read from it <laughs> and have like a few candles lit it needs to be like a, a real like intimate scene <laughs> smoking a pipe this yeah exactly <laughs> a hookah hookah yeah i could be smoking a hookah fuck yeah cocksucker <laughs> <laughs> reading with this is happening yes this is going down <laughs> he'll be the next one hatcheted yeah. that's gonna be what slim does he's gonna reenact <laughs> the police. I'm, I'm the gonna police. listen to his recordings and end up converting. And then I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna hack me while I'm sleeping. Good. <laughs> On that note.
<laughs> We're going on break. We'll be back. <laughs> Nothing to see here. <laughs> it's not just any day. It's Mr. Throwback Thursday. Hey, this is Jamie. And this is Bill, and we are the Mr. Throwback Thursday podcast. Do you remember when the wheels were steel and the beats were real? We do, and we talk about it every Thursday. You can check out Woo News, One and Done, Record of the Week, and a whole lot more. That's Mr. Throwback Thursday, keeping it classic on iTunes, Stitcher, and at HighVoltageRadio.com. And always remember, new school stale, old school fresh. So you might as well as give them the guns. You might as well as give them like. Who were we giving guns to again? <laughs> like, the Blexicans. You might as well as give them what, everything. Uh, they did need. you see the Butts and Poodoff movie poster? No, I, I did. Butts and Poodoff take Manhattan. Yeah, I've been looking. Good. I did see that. I'm looking forward to this movie. It's a good one. It's, they're they're fancy, <laughs> fancy right fucking. I think it's. I think I just put it in the the group. Oh, okay. What are you doing? There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Show everybody. Butson and Pudoff, <laughs> the movie poster. Butson and Pudoff take Man- take Manhattan. That's coming out. Was it summer 2056? Yes. So yeah, we got that signed. We got that going. Somewhere That's in theaters, somewhere. <laughs> Butson's got the sweet mustache. Pudoff's the little dumber one. He's got he's got the scarf and the fucking umbrella. It's so, it's perfect. Too, he's because... gotta keep Butson dry when it starts raining. <laughs> What were you saying? Sam? I was gonna say it's perfect. Like you could just anybody. You could be like, okay, which one's Pudoff and which one's Butson, and you'd easily pick it out. Like you know, yes, you know, just by the name and then the order they are. You know, they're, they're right next to each other. Pudoff. Pudoff. That's a great. Name. Butson tries to class them up a little. There's there's a lot of cool scenes. They eat a, they do a worm. They eat a worm and they kiss. On accident, and then one of them screams no homo. <laughs> what else What else happened in, in the great news this past week? What happened to Miracle Mattress? Because that's such a good change. Miracle, Miracle Mattress? Miracle Mattress. What did they do? Those silly geese. They, they ran a good ad, I, I think. <laughs> San Antonio's mattress store to reopen after controversial 9-11 parody ad sparks national outrage. 9-11 parody what? ad? Don't what? never forget to get your miracle mattress. What happened? Is, is, the is the ad in here? No, this is just slides of, I guess, fat people protesting i don't know miracle mattress will reopen as soon as possible well thank god i need a fucking mattress yeah. with new employees they get had to wipe out the <laughs> whole store <laughs> that was everybody they were so shamed after uh sparking a national outrage with its advert ad, advertisement for a 9-11 themed twin tower sale <laughs> during the 15th anniversary of that but the fucking um hp did that like, a, not long after the attacks, they did it with the, they said the towers are a thing of the past. They showed some towers getting, some computer towers getting blown up. I think that was like South America they did that at it. And uh, towers are a thing of the past, and it was all about laptops. So, it's not the first fucking, not the first fucking time this has happened. So, don't, don't take all the credit, Miracle Mattress. The ad prompted a deluge of social media outrage, just, just much like Corey Feldman. Um, <laughs> and international media coverage last week. Well, they needed to boost sales, obviously. After the company posted a video to Facebook page showing the manager, Cherise Bonanno, and two employees... Proposing to honor the deadliest attack on American soil by selling mattresses of all sizes at twin bed prices. 
Oh my god, that is <laughs> that's a pretty good sale, yeah, bro. Good, yeah, you need absolutely. that king, bro. You you, you got you only got twin money. What the fuck else it's you gonna pretty do? Pretty innovative. I, 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 I kind of I kind of like it. I don't <laughs> see how this is offensive. I think people are it's, overreacting. And it's, here. It's, it's, it's it's not like it just happened. Like yeah, your HP is still around like shit. We will never forget. Banano closed the video by in a somber tone saying we will never forget. Miracle Mattress said Friday it was closing its doors indefinitely, promising to remain silent during the September 11th anniversary. <laughs> so they're making good for it. With all their Miracle Mattress sales, that's pretty funny. And they fired everyone. Yeah. <laughs> there was, uh, what else happened? What else happened? Oh, yeah, there was a, a judge who, uh... Told the rape victim she should have kept her knees together. Oh my god! <laughs> People is... are going crazy anymore. People don't even care. They're all like slam. They're all behind you. I think these are all your voters, Slambo. Yeah, I'm gonna... all, the, the, all the guys, all these guys we're talking about tonight. They just don't care. They I don't mean, care. Should, should, I play, should I play? I guess video? play the video. That's what it is. He's slowly just getting into everybody. He's getting everybody. Yeah, so we're yeah. cooking the polls, and uh, <laughs> we're gonna get there. Judge in a rape case asked the woman. Who was a rape victim? Quote. Why do you have to talk like I that? Want to get this one wrong? Oh, Don't want to get it wrong. Why couldn't you just keep your knees together? <laughs> <laughs> How could you have gotten that wrong? <laughs> keep your legs closed, you skank. Oh my God, that's wrong. pretty fucking harsh. Why though. couldn't you just keep your knees wow. together? Wow. The look too just sounds he's looking at the. Was it a woman judge or a male judge? I gotta know. I gotta yeah, know who this judge was. Yeah, they're not saying who it is. Old white man. Long judicial counsel hearing. Going to determine whether that man. He looks. Stays in that robe. Looks like a good egg. He looks like a villain. What did you do wrong? He looks like the judge from Caddyshack. You were asking for it, huh? Jesus Christ! What a fucking jerk off. He, he needs to teach other people uh, to be judges. We need more judges like him. <laughs> you should get him in, in your uh, party, bro. You should have mm -hmm. him in your cabinet. <laughs> you know, he's going to be the uh, secretary of uh, the Department of Justice. He's just going to be, his office is going to be the rape office. <laughs> rape. He's going to say on his door. The oh Department of Rape. It says in Canada, which I will. He blames his comment. He blamed, had a good reason for non-existent criminal law knowledge. So he he's like, I didn't know the law. I'm just a judge. Yeah, you expect me to read all this shit? I'm just a rich asshole. I'm just, just a judge, you fuckers. I don't need to know the law. <laughs> the 19-year-old woman said she was raped over oh. a bathroom sink during a house party. Oh. And I'm laughing because I'm just picturing this judge, her saying that, and it's just being like, you should have fucking kept your... You should have put 12 pairs of underwear on you. They bitch. were blaring that. Corey. I gotta go play golf. They were blaring the, the hit new uh, Corey Feldman <laughs> song. Gavel. He's like, I dismissed. <laughs> Fuck. He, he asked her why she didn't skew her pelvis. What does that mean? Or push her, her bottom, bottom into, into the, the sink? sink to avoid penetration. So she was supposed to. Hey, how was she was like bent over the sink? She was supposed to like swivel around and like. Stick her ass oh. in the sink. Okay, you should have stuck your ass in the sink, you bitch. He's a fucking no, He's a fucking jerk off. What a piece of shit. What, you could fucking avoid that? Could have, like... Couldn't put your knees together? Uh, what a fucking scumbag. Young woman wanna... And he said, well, you women wanna have sex when they're drunk. So he said, I guess. Camp 64, a doddering old bag of shit, ultimately acquitted the man of, ch of charge of a crime? 
and I and told him I want you to tell your friends, your male friends, that they have to be far more gentle with women, they have to be more patient, and that you have to be very careful to protect themselves. What? <laughs> what is wrong Dude's with this bad. guy? What, what a, a scumbag! Fucktard! Holy shit! Was he Canadian? Yeah, he was Canadian. Oh well. <laughs> that That's just why. changes everything. That, that explains a lot. Holy he had a fuck. non-existent knowledge of uh, Canadian criminal well, law. You know, I, I don't know boots anymore. You, know, well, you, you gotta be, uh, you gotta you got be to more careful, ass, eh? Just put your swivel your, your ass in the sink. Why couldn't you just uh, swivel when, your why, ass? Why couldn't you ask her? That's hard to rape her at the He's sink. blaming other you people. Know, you gotta you be know, gentlemen about it. Young, young, woman, young women just want to have sex. Eh? I just had to drink it, eh? You always want to have sex you, and You just drink. gotta ask him nicely about it. He goes, my colleagues knew my knowledge of Canadian law was very minimal. Could, it, couldn't you put it, your ass in the sink? <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> please, be, be smart about it. Please remember, I wasn't in this country through the 1960s, 70s, and 80s. What, like, is Why, why did he get there? Was he, is he, is he, what the fuck was he? Cryogenically frozen? Yeah. Is this unfrozen caveman judge? What the fuck? He was an old. I'm angry. just a caveman. You ever see that old that old skit on SNL? That frozen caveman lawyer. That uh, who was the guy? The guy that died. Um, oh, uh, was Bill it? Hartman. Hartman. Yeah, okay, he yeah, played yeah. so funny. He was so Hartman was amazing. He was an, an every yeah every excuse was uh, I've been frozen for the last <laughs> thousands of years. Like I'm just an unfrozen caveman. <laughs> I don't know the law. <laughs> what I don't understand is you don't need to know the law to know that telling a girl who says she was raped is a closer well, I don't know about the law, I but I can tell you. I can tell you, your a little slutty, you little I can whore. tell you that young women just love to have sex, eh? You know, they, got, when they cracked open a, a cause light. What do, what do you expect? What do you think is going to happen about it? Well, I, I just. About every night I come, have come sex on, with eh? young women. Come on, come on, eh? Ugh, what a. What a douchebag. <laughs> fucking bag of shit. It's probably Ty Schwartz's fucking great uncle or something. <laughs> They're running shit up there. <clears throat> she should make a video about it. She should get Corey. She, the Corey needs to do a video with Ty Schwartz. Yes. And fucking Pachetti's son. They all need to band together. <laughs> I want to see somebody do this. Somebody with good editing skills. Slim. You put together <laughs> this video. You can do the, Can you do video editing? I could do video. Well, yeah, when the fuck are you? <laughs> no. you, you, you? You know, you edited that, that weatherman shit to make him look retarded? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, no, that's, that's very, very simple. You need to put the that dancing hard fat kid, Ty Shorts, and yeah. into Corey Feldman's performance and, and, like, fucking mixing songs, like, mixing the Ty Shorts. Oh, man, that's... Um... <laughs> The weatherman was really hard to edit because right? he was so intelligent. He was so smart. He, we couldn't <laughs> so handle him. I really it was really, to... I, yeah, I came back like the next day and I just said all that shit. It's hot. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I, I basically had to add in you saying stuff and then had to change the audio because I'm a master. Like, it was a lot, a lot of like stock like market shit. And then I, some just cut out a little saying, it's hot. <laughs> it was like NASDAQ, Dow Jones up on the uprise and, and buy, buy fucking low, so hot. High and and third fourth quarter quarter projections you know it was it was way over our heads oh. so some just paused it and I said it's, it's hot <laughs> it's hundred hundred eight degrees can't tell jokes in this uh, heat can't tell jokes in Canada eh? okay <laughs> you can't tell jokes uh, you try to do my stand up on on the on the bench yeah. you fucking we like jokes but we don't like trouble here 
We like rape. <laughs> I'm sorry I said those really offensive things. I didn't understand the law. And if uh, he wants to rape somebody, it's his it's his decision, eh? You know, it's, it's not what it's... Ha- I, mean, I haven't been around in the 80s or 90s. It's just about, about now. The 60s, 70s, and <laughs> Fuck. I it's haven't about... been around in the 60s, 70s, or you 80s. Gotta, you guys gotta be a little, gen- I didn't realize... gotta be a little gentler at, at the sink rapes, eh? It's about... I didn't on, realize you, you guys had this man. whole uprising where you were against rape. In the 60s, 70s, or 80s, I missed he that. Did, yeah, no, he missed all the other shit. Like, yeah. he's old school. He was back, you know, when it was in the Bible and shit, that that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> women couldn't own land. It's like, well, how'd you get here? You, you guys, you women can't drive. You fucking coons. <laughs> you bloody cunts. Eh? What's crazy thinking about it is that, like, if there was a video of this guy saying it, he'd probably be very nice about it. He's like, why, why don't you just keep your knees? Oh yeah, he's probably all soft spoken and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, like he's gotta be. And he thought it they think like you could say whatever in that tone you're good. Whatever to Mayor Ford. They need to bring him back from the dead. <laughs> right. <laughs> you see my own daughter, she never opens her legs and, and she won't. <laughs> she only lets me rape her at the sink. <laughs> the she won't, eh? <laughs> Maybe you should take that advice, eh? I give her a couple course lights. It's the flavor of the Rockies, eh? <laughs> Some Windsor. Forget about it. I got, I got this a sixer. <laughs> I got us a tall boy. <laughs> Old bag of shit. <laughs> you ran out of story, Slim? I think so. Fuck. Uh. <laughs> That's good. We got, we got a good fucking bunch of guests tonight. Oh, I got comedian. He's an, Aus- he's an Aussie, Chris Butler. He's done some fucking funny shit. He's pissed a lot of people off. Aussie comedians oh, awesome. are always like. He baited a fucking Vine star into a rap battle. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> the guy is in jail now. Like I'll wait to like reveal that for when, when we talk to uh, Chris Butler, and uh, he's also had a couple cool projects that he's gotten some controversy over. Uh, Jacob Cantu, our good friend, he's uh, gonna be on at seven thirty. We got podcaster Russell McLean from the Russell McLean Show. We got James D. Creviston. Creviston. He's a comedian, Chris Young, and uh, uh, what are their names? I got them written down. It's uh, it's the Epic Film Guys podcast, but the guys are Nick and Justin. They're, They're both going to call? Yeah. Cool. 9.30. And we'll talk some movies awesome. with the Epic Film Guys. They're really cool dudes. They do a lot more than just film in their podcast, too, right? Don't they... I don't know. I was gonna I was ask. Reading, him. I was reading the description on Twitter. And yeah, they're like, we're not just a film podcast. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask him. What cool. sets it apart from the others? I'm sure there's something, and they're they're good at it. They've been around a while, so I I'm sure something sets them apart from from thumbs up and thumbs down. What happened to those guys? Where's Cisco and Ebert? Yeah, one's dead, and one has yeah, one's dead without a face. He has cans face cancer or something. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of shit cut off or something. And they have his face removed. And one yeah, of them is and still it was alive, really sad though. That's the one asshole, yeah. the oh, one with right. the. Oh, is it? Right? Yeah, one died, but the other had like yeah, really bad. He can't even talk anymore. When uh, Opie and Anthony did the story, like Jimmy started crying. It was that like depressing. Like, oh yeah, I had Jimmy had to walk that, out. Yeah. It was really hard. And he said, you know, things have bothered him here and there, but he he usually be able to like walk out of the studio real quick, but he couldn't. He just couldn't get out of there fast enough. Oh it was really, man, really fucking sad. It was really bad. And at first they didn't know. They were like, you know, is this a gag or whatever? No, he was really fucking crying. It just really bothered him that much. Oh, man. It was fucked up. And he, but he had like, it had been from like x-rays because he was like, 
It was when x-rays were new and shit. And, like, oh, yeah. It was all sorts of, like, shit he had as they a kid. They used to, like, like that. when my grandfather was a kid, they used to, like, x-ray your toes and shit. He ended up getting, like, hammer toes real bad. That shit it. fucked you up. Yeah. X-rays, like, could fucking kill you. Like, yeah, man, it's like serious radiation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then they use them all the time. And that's what I'm saying. When you go to get them, they are still got to be doing something to you. They definitely, like, they yeah. fucking tweaked it a little bit since they, then. But They still probably take about, like, five years off your Yeah, your oh, yeah, still probably doing something to you. That's why they cover you with a lead blanket. <laughs> they put a lead blanket on everything but the shit getting x-rayed. So what the fuck is that shit getting? Like, pure, radio pure radioactivity. Fuck, <laughs> <God>, bro. <laughs> shit. Yeah, that's, that's not good for you. That's not good for you. They, they need to just, just, just rape a little bit at the sinks. Stop x-raying people, you fucking coons. Couldn't you just keep your Come on. clothes Why you gotta x-ray? Why, then we gotta x-ray your fucking cunt. To see if you were raped or not? That's a lot of taxpayer money. Just keep your fucking legs closed and put your asshole in the sink. <laughs> Dirty bitch, stop drinking Coors Light. That's my Coors Light. I'm wearing all the Coors Light, I can't get any for my golf game. Courtroom adjourned. We're going to break. It's about time to go to break, eh? It's about time because people need to know that, that rape's not a fucking laughing matter. Especially when it doesn't even happen anymore. That's, that's what he did. He quoted. He quoted fucking Ryan Leone. He's like, you know, Ryan Leone said on the Robert Slim show, there's no rape anymore, eh? So fucking be smart about it. Yeah. it. So it, could, it couldn't have been rape. Michael Leone said that. There's no rape in prison anymore. So be gentler, guys. You know, she thought it was a rape because she didn't know he was just kidding. She didn't know. No, he was just trying to make. She didn't know it was a party, a party gag like Sam Pepper. (laughs) (laughs) This is a little prankster. Had a little prankster in his front pockets. Hey, this is Spencer Scott Holmes and Ryan Dunnigan telling you to come listen to our show, Old Man Orange Podcast. Yay! A show full of freedom. Say, assistant, you you gotta tell you something, you know. I mean, I, me and you are good friends, you know. I've probably been a little bit of a bully this whole time, you know. Santa Claus. Not, not in a mean way, you know, but, you know. I, I'm not going to lie. You're a little easy to peer pressure into doing things you don't want to do. <laughs> we also talk about video games. If we made a Dr. Mario movie, you could at least make it like a Mario Brothers medical drama. Luigi doesn't know. He's like, well, he's wondering why Daisy isn't talking to him anymore. Luigi, you're out every night. You're driving that ambulance all day long. There's no time for love. He's <laughs> like, why can't you be more like your brother? He actually has a PhD. That ambulance, oh, it's always comes back to Mario, doesn't it? Why, why don't you go fuck Mario if that's the one you want? It's <laughs> just this very... I hate to break it to you, but that's what I am doing. We talk funny life stories. It was like, I go to the Heart Rock, which is a little, like, Christian uh, restaurant. And... They don't put that in the fucking outside, though. They really should. You don't realize that until you're inside. You're like, and okay. you look left, and you look right, and you're like... Fox News is on the... And then, yeah, and then you look at the cross, you're like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck! And you I'm already in here, I'm already in here, what do I do? Yeah. No. Fucking jump through the window, like, there's a perfectly good door there. <laughs> I panicked. I'm sorry, it's just gonna happen. We also talk movies. Could Mickey Rourke could have been right there, too. Spinbull's 3. What's going on? a shitty fucking tattoo, he put a big dick on my back. <laughs> look at it! Pulls look at it. It's just like a big fucking veiny cock blowing a load in the back of his head. <laughs> Come on by to oldmanorange.com, where we got not only podcasts, but cartoons, videos, and more. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Potomatic, Zune, and even YouTube. And laugh and learn with Spencer Scott Holmes and Ryan Dunnigan on Old Man Orange Podcast. <laughs> Okay, kids, now just shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. We are back. Yes. 
We are back on the Rob and Slim Show, Skyping with Chris Butler in a moment. Just telling him. I've got a great idea for a promotion for the uh, new Do. network we're on. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yep. Well, that the, uh, well, for me. The Canadian judge? Yeah, oh, yeah. Is he going to be involved? <laughs> it's going to be a reference to the Canadian judge. Well, <laughs> such a soft-spoken gentleman. Gentleman? He's a very uh, nice guy. He is. He's very soft-spoken. <laughs> it's okay. You can say whatever you want. He doesn't want back. to hurt anybody, and he won't. <laughs> he wasn't around for the 60s, 70s, or 80s, so... No. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't have remember the 90s on his fucking iPod, which there was only one of. Thank you, Slambo. <laughs> it's time to get swifty. It oh, is time. Oh, you gotta get swifty. Oh. Rob, a Slim Show. Hello, Rob. Hello, Slim. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. Chris, Chris What's Butler, up? thanks for coming on, dude. You're oh, is your is that yours? Like, is your volume up? My volume? Yes, because I'm hearing like an echo. Oh, okay. Um, let me see. It's it seems to be working on my end. Let's see. Um, seems all right. It could now. be. Oh, no. All right, just a second. Are you, All yeah. right. Uh, can you hear everything now? Test, test. Um, yeah, everything sounds good now. Yeah, I'm not here because originally I was hearing my voice echoing back. All right. Oh. Yeah, that's right. I just had external speakers, so like they must have been messing with it. And yeah, I, I think they still. Can you turn turn the external speakers down or turn them off, just so they don't pick up on the uh, the conversation? Yeah. So that's um that's off now. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool, dude. Um, how are you doing, dude? How long have you been doing comedy for? Uh, about five years. What um? Well, well, how different is the scene? Is it any different out in Australia than it is in other countries? Do you know or? Yeah, well, uh, I mean, I ba basically there seems to be. Uh, it's pretty similar everywhere, actually. I figured. But I figured you guys could probably say more because you guys say cunt a lot, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. We say we say cunt sometimes, and uh, other words, you know, that may, might be more frowned upon in your country. <laughs> Not on this show. Not on this show. Mm. What um? Yeah, this is Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is, this is the armpit of America. We're talking about here. We're in yeah, dirty Jersey. What? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but um, are you are you like a headliner out there, or do you open? Uh, I like MC some gigs. Cool. Ba basically, yeah. <laughs> That's cool, man. So yeah, I'm opening and MCing. Yeah, at this stage. You said right now you're currently re uh, redoing your whole um your act. Yeah. So um, I guess like I used to do more, more absurdist kind of comedy, and now I'm doing more serious comedy. <laughs> Is that like, not like on news stuff, or what's the serious stuff about? Uh, well, I guess like just like um, trying to tap into some more like uh, universal themes and like the human condition a little bit more, uh, and like draw some stuff from my own life a little bit more. So I'm like interested in comedy as like a medium to sort of transform suffering. So I like to sort of create uh, like maybe like a bit of a tense environment and then uh, subvert that into um, so to. Perhaps like have a cathartic effect on the audience. Cool. 
cool, dude. So yeah. are, have you completely like scrapped your old material and like you're, you're starting completely new? Yeah, basically, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's that's cool. That's a brave move. That's a bold move, dude. That's what I was gonna ask. Is that like a hard decision to make? Yeah, like, is, do you think it's gonna hurt you or like help you? Oh uh, well, I think it's helping me so far. Cool. Uh, like, basically, like, uh, I just had like a very terrible life when like I was doing my old material, so like I couldn't really deal with reality too directly. So I was just doing a lot of like crazy absurdist things. So you couldn't um, work that in. Oh, what's that, man? Like you couldn't work that kind of stuff into the old, into the old ads. Yeah, uh, I didn't. I guess like back in the old days, I like have uh, difficulty like kind of finding humor in like the like maybe like the stress of the world a little bit more. Uh, like just because there was uh, a whole bunch of crazy stuff going on in my actual life, you know. So like I was doing more like escapist style comedy, okay. um, oh, which okay. I still like that stuff. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, I'm trying to do stuff that kind of feels a bit more authentic to me as an individual, you know, like a stand-up is a lot about like the self and self-actualizing or like creating a kind of a mask of a self and exhibiting it, you know, to me anyway. I'm curious to when it hit you that it was time to change, like were you on stage one day doing your material and just not feeling it anymore? Yeah, I mean, basically, and also just kind of like... Uh, it was hard to progress further because, like, when everything is just kind of ridiculous, right. there's not, like, any logical hierarchy to how to make it better, you know, if you okay. look at it that way. So, like, uh, in the old days, like, I'd seem to get, like, a lot of laughs and I could, like, make the audience laugh consistently in that, but it's, I guess, like, not the right laughs that I wanted, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's kind of like, what, what was it that George Carlin had said about peeling layers back or something? Yeah. Yeah. He would do that every couple of years. I think he would he would completely change his act and peel like another layer of himself. Yeah, towards the end, deeper. he became like one of the just he, a pissed off cynicist. Was, they called him the thinking man's comedian. Yeah, like. yeah. So I, I try and involve like kind of I guess like more ideas in in the comedy now. That's the you know the general goal. That's Who fun, are your um? Like, yeah, it's still funny, obviously. Like the main thing is for it to be funny. Yeah. But like, if it can be funny and other things, I think that's better. You know. Yes, <laughs> I agree. I like I like a smart. I like all different yeah. forms of comedy. Like I do love the guttural, like stupid guy, but I do I do enjoy like some smart comedy. Yeah. So I think it's like what's important is to like uh, show like an authentic version of yourself on the stage, you know. Mm. So like if you're like, oh, uh, you know, if like the part there's part of you that is kind of stupid and fumbling, and like that's the funny part of you, you should try and bring that onto the stage, you know. Um, but if you're like you know off stage, you're like I don't know witty or whatever, then like um, you should try and bring that onto the stage, you know. Yeah, man. What um? Who are some of your uh, favorite comedians? Uh, well, I mean, like, I guess like I'm most compared to like uh, like British comedians, like uh, like Russell Brand and like Noel Fielding and that sort of thing. And I look similar to those guys as well. I kind of have a similar uh, body language, I suppose. <laughs> I like Jim Jeffries. He is yeah, he yeah, is yeah. a funny guy. I, so we saw him live. Me and Sloan. yeah, I saw him yeah. live too. Uh, at Caroline's. In the city. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot of his stuff, like, on Netflix and that. I haven't actually seen him in real life because, I mean, uh, kind of, ironically, he's actually in America a lot more than he is in Australia. I yeah. Think, these days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
What um, uh, did you like? Did you like his show um, on FX? I. I, I watched, I think, one episode of it. It was funny. Yeah. I just never got to watch yeah. any more of it. it was... Yeah, I think it was it was cancelled. So yeah, like, uh, also... yeah. I guess like not enough people were like tuning in. They also uh, made FX like they also made FX like hard. It's harder to catch stuff because they play everything so late. They're, they're also like I never remember the channel because it's yeah. always like I don't know made... sixty four or something like. <laughs> I, I can't made... remember that channel. And then they made FXX. <laughs> Which you can only watch. It's always sunny in Philadelphia on the new FX. Oh wow! Yeah. So do you have to pay for that now? Is that like yeah, an extra premium an channel? Extra, so... I think that's a premium channel. So oh wow! Like, that's gonna kill that show. Cable cable is is fucked up. Cable's really <laughs> fucked up. What um? I saw too, Chris. Are are you also a filmmaker? Yes, uh, I made like uh, I made like my first feature film when I was nineteen, and like. Uh, that like went all right. Like it was distributed in America and like won some best feature film awards at like various like festivals in like LA and London and Sydney and stuff. Wow. So um, it went it went pretty well. Uh, but then um, yeah, so that was about uh, basically like a teenage girl plan like follows her for a week as she like plans a party to um lure a guy that she likes over so she can have sex with him. Um, and yeah, it's like a documentary basically. Uh, so yeah, that's called Life with Ashley. But like, um, yeah, so it was kind of, I, I gotta be careful when I'm talking about this film right now, because like, I'm actually being sued about it at the moment, so like, I kind of... What's it, they, they don't want it out there anymore? Like, is that what it is? Like, you're being sued by the people that were in it, or...? Uh, well, um, I mean, it was released kind of, uh, like a few, like, when it came out, like, I don't know, like five years ago or whatever. Um, it had a, there was a couple of different releases. It was released in America, then it was released elsewhere worldwide by this other company. But like they actually went bankrupt before they released it, so uh, I didn't get to release it anywhere. <laughs> um, but um, so I'm gonna I might release it later this year. We'll see. But like why I'm getting sued is just like uh, what there was like an investor in it basically who like went out with my sister and then like he broke broke up with my sister. And uh, now he's trying to get his money back, basically. Like, <laughs> oh, that's so shitty, man. Wow. I thought it was like controversy over yeah, the film yeah. or so. That's so shitty. Nah, that's... it's more petty. It's yes. more claims. Just more <laughs> claims. <laughs> but, um, you know, we'll, hopefully I'll still be victorious, you know. Yeah. There's, well, we... there's a chance he's listening to this. So, uh, like, <laughs> if I put it on my Facebook or something. So, I we, can't say We know a... <laughs> we know a judge in Canada. Who yes, probably... we know a judge in Canada that will definitely take the case. <laughs> he's he's a good guy. Um, Somebody <laughs> just uh, mentioned me, eh? <laughs> will he put me in the next movie, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I do not know what you guys are referencing right now. It was a judge. We did a news story right before you came on about a judge who in Canada who told a rape victim she should have just kept her legs closed. <laughs> No, she should have just kept her legs closed, eh? You know, these guys, yeah. they go to a party, eh? They, they want to have sex. Like, that's what it was. He, he defended the guys that did it and just and told then, the guys then, they got to be gentler. And then he said young girls naturally want to have sex, eh? Yeah. Uh, it sounds like this judge is perhaps a rapist, you know? <laughs> I think so. And the best part is he looks like the judge from Caddyshack. It's <laughs> exactly like him. Who was the guy what? you tricked, uh, Chris, into, into the rap battle? 
Oh, right. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if your listeners are, like, aware of someone called Brian Silva. He, I like, w- I don't know, he was, like, a meme, like, a year ago, and he just, like, sort of used to go, like, gratatata or some shit. <laughs> anyway, I, like, came across him, and, like, he's, like, kind of, like, he's a white boy rapper, and he's just very, you can look him up, Brian Silva. Is he a Vine star? Because I, I did look about. a little up, and there was a, I, I, I found something about a Vine star, and it said he was a gay porn, a gay porn star at one point. Yeah, so, I mean, that's, he's had a patchy career, uh, but he's in prison <laughs> at the moment for, like, I think, like, possession of illegal firearms and abduction or something. He's, like, a pimp as well. <laughs> anyway, so, like, I basically, like, I, I took a disliking to this guy. Like, um, just, he was a bit misogynistic and that sort of thing. Uh, mm. So I took a bit of a disliking to him. So I kind of contacted him and uh, just, like, started dissing him, and I was pretending that I was, like, an up-and-coming rapper. Uh, so, like, <laughs> I challenged him to a rap battle. Uh, so, like, he's, like, record... I got him to record, like, three rounds of rap battling, like, dissing me. Um, so I sent him a list of, like, my, like, weaknesses that he could potentially diss me about. Like, you know, like, uh, I-, I wear a brown coat. I have problems with intimacy with women, like... And, like, doing stuff like that. So I was kind of giving some fuel. And like, um, yeah, so I've got like recordings of us basically rap battling each other. So I'm going to put that out on my It's fucking genius. Dude, that's like some Borat level stuff. That's cool, man. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's, it's, he's just a ridiculous character because like he's like, you know, self-aggrandizing and like thinks he's really awesome and like a gangster and stuff. But he's like, you know, a little bit wonky. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the videos you sent me was that is that what you did? No, that's that's him. That's him. Wow, I thought you were just doing that character. I'm like, dude, you totally pulled that character off. I thought that was like your character. I didn't know. Like, I it was so bad. It gave me like douche chills. I thought it was like you're like you know how some comedy is just so bad. Like some things are so bad they're funny. I thought that's what you you were going for. I didn't realize that was him, bro. Yeah, that's that guy in real life. That's why I've challenged him. That so guy... like, yeah. So I don't know. Wow. I sent you a couple of clips of it. Like, if you wanted to play, like, yeah, trying to diss me. I was gonna um, play but, yeah, um, a little bit each. Um, should I play the whole intro and then a little of the next track? Yeah, sure. That sounds that sounds good. Okay, cool. Because so I the intro. I couldn't even sit through the whole first track. What, what's yeah. that, Chris? I'll play. This is the oh. intro. This is this is uh. Brian Silva. He is uh gonna be talking Chris to Chris Butler. Who the fuck are you, goofy ass lame? Trying to battle me? <laughs> That's your first mistake. You going down. I put the Glock in your face. Listen to my rap. Sounds like a slim rap. <laughs> it's like Forte. Oh, that was yeah, that was his uh talking shit. Then I'll play a little of uh the round one, because I I could only play a little because I couldn't get through the whole thing. It was so bad. This is round one this of his diss track to Chris Butler. See you, you a fucking goofy ass lame with your curly hair that looks like shit locks. Man, you a goofy trying to battle me. That's a first mistake. Growing up, put the oh, lock in he thinks face. he's slim I'm shady. Around the world as the best. GDRF, fuck your bitch in the face. Go get your hair cut. Oh, God. Look like me. But you can't. You a bitch ass nigga. Don't you step back. He's a white guy. You can't say that word as a white guy. You can't say the N word as a white guy in a rap. 
Yeah. Dude, what is the neck tattoo? Is that like uh, a gang tattoo he has on his neck? He's got like a crown. I think that's like. Dude, dude. Is that the kings? Is that like the Latin kings? <laughs> I I don't even know. Possible. I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't want to antagonize any gangs or anything. But uh, no, he yeah. he's got it. He's got the tat. We don't. None of us do. It's pretty bad. Like in the next couple of rounds, like it's it's pretty humorous. Like uh, from my perspective, but yeah, I think I'm gonna like put them out as different rounds on like the my Chris Butler comedy or comedian <laughs> Facebook page, so like um people can vote on like who wins, like me or him. Yes. So um, <laughs> yes, I mean. I don't really know how to rap either, so it's probably going to be a bit like ridiculous on both ends. Does he know? Does he know anything about? Like, does he know you're a comedian or? No, nah, I think he thinks I'm a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> that is some great trolling, dude. Snap. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so I think he's in prison at the moment, so, like, it shouldn't, like, you know, there shouldn't be too much retaliation. It would be great um, if this, if it came up in, like, his hearing, like, his parole <laughs> hearing, if if these clips came into, like, him serving, like, 20 more years, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. judge comes across it, right, that's when you should release it, right before his, well, before uh, his parole hearing. I see some uh, terroristic threats here, right? <laughs> <laughs> I see a, yeah. a neck tattoo that doesn't look too good. I wonder yeah. how he's doing he, in prison. To rape me, he'd probably get off, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and what is a gay? He said he was a gay to pay porn star. Is that he was only gay because there was money involved? Like, what? What is that? Well, I, I think that that's a lot of the male porn actors. Uh, like, you know, they're in a difficult place. So like, I, I do have like sympathy for him. I feel like he comes from a difficult background. So, like, <laughs> it's uh, a hard gig to break into. It's it's a really hard field. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Slambo, yeah. is, is that true? Like, because Slambo's done some uh, Mongolian porno. Well, his... I just went straight to the old ladies. He so likes he, Chris. His uh, fetish uh, is eighty-year-old Mongolian women. Oh, uh, all right. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's hard to find. I mean, like, I guess you can like probably, um, I guess, like saturate that market just, just by yourself. You know, you could dominate <laughs> that market. Like, you know, they're not in high demand. You know. <laughs> I mean, imagine in Mongolia there's more supply anyway. So. Yeah. He flies out there regularly. He's got a lot of miles. With my I got like, there's like, a, just like a burning question in my mind because like, I, haven't, I don't really know that much about uh, your show. Like, I'm um, sorry. Uh, not, y not yet. Though I'm learning. I like it a lot. Um, so like, I just like, Slim, are you actually slim or is it ironic? You know, like. I've had people ask that too. Yeah. He is. He's... Is your weight like sitting in like some kind of postmodern space of ambiguity? Like, that's. No, I'm actually, I actually am skinny. And uh, the, the story to how I got that name is very silly. It was a place I used to work, and there was this kid who was uh, naming everybody based on their appearance. Like, my one friend was really tall, so he was like, You're going to be Tower. And my other friend was like, Small, so he's like, You're tiny. And I was like, Really skinny, so he's like, You're slim. And for Tower whatever... and Slim. That sounds like a new, a new podcast. <laughs> yeah. For whatever reason, my, that name that he gave me. He started going around telling everybody, like, oh, this is slim, this is slim, and that just stuck. Yeah, yeah. that's what Jewel said. She said that fat guys sometimes will have that name. Yeah. You had a couple of weird nicknames, like, like <laughs> Dice... Oh, do we have to do this? Yeah, let's hear all the There was, like, Dice Master <laughs> and Birdman. At one point, Birdman. Bird 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 I think there the kids a... in school thought I looked like a bird. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I look like a bird at There's all. There's a, a guy, I, I don't know if he's still there, at LBI Wawa that looks like a bird. He's got a really big beaky nose. And it's really like I knew this face. kid that looked like a pigeon in high school. He was like he had that round like shape. I knew a kid that used to walk like a
like a chicken, and we called him Chicken Boy. <laughs> and also John Bockeldock. Somebody was calling me Bones at one point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have I you had that a, one. Chris, have you ever had any uh, nicknames? Uh, just Butler, because like, my name's Chris Butler. So, you know, so I guess like, a lot, there's a lot of Chris's, you know, it's a popular name, so they just sort of resort to my last name. That's what we did uh, in school. We all called each other our last names. Yeah, or like bitch boy, you know, as well, <laughs> obviously. It's crazy, like, when you name a kid, you got to think of all the names, like, that he could be made fun of for. <laughs> like, when you name, when you have kids, like, I, I have some sons, I have three sons, and yeah, you have to think, like, what can they say about, you know, what can they do? Like, you got to pick the least, like, you know, the, the name with the least amount Best of insults. Wonderful name, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't want to leave them out to be, uh, like, vulnerable, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, have you had any? Uh, oh yeah, they, not the, so endearing nicknames. I, they used to call me genitals all the time because oh. my last name's Gen Gentile. Because the kid's got a <laughs> big bag, he's got a really big ball bag. Yeah, it's <laughs> huge. Up, perhaps that uh, you know would have uh, remedied that problem. <laughs> he should. He tried getting a reduction, but the doctor wouldn't let yeah, him. He said it was I too mean, delicious, it's too big. It's, it's, it's <laughs> to reduce that do. thing. I used I to get. That was a qualified position. That's uh, possible. <laughs> I used to get called, I think, Bucky, because I had buck teeth. Like, that. that's real original. And, uh, I, 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 nah, that was it. That was it. But, yeah, Bucky. I don't know. I, yeah, something like that, because I, I did have buck teeth before I got braces, so. But now I got my own radio show, so fuck all you fucking third, <laughs> third grade uh, pussies. What are you yeah. guys doing now? Living in a tree. Yeah, it is. Oh, uh, that's like, I suppose if you did have buck teeth, radio would be like a medium that wouldn't, you wouldn't be held back in. For, right? You know? Yeah, you'd have a face for radio. An auditory medium. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm not accusing you of anything. Like, you know, I haven't seen your face or your teeth. So no, I'm they're... sure it's all perfectly proportioned. It's like once everything grew in, it like was proportioned. I think it was like, I think that was it too. Like, they were the first baby teeth that fell out. So I had the big adult teeth in the front, like type of shit. Yeah, yeah. I had that too. Like... That's... That's all. Yeah, just maturing. Yeah, mentally. Yeah. <laughs> Not mentally. I'm still the same. I think no, I don't mentally. think guys like mature after like 16. Like you're just the same. The same. <laughs> you're physically mature, but not mentally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dentally. Dentally. <laughs> yes, that's it. Now they're falling yeah. out again. I, I want. I want tooth fairy money again. Like, why doesn't the tooth fairy come when you get older? <laughs> And you, yeah, you lose a tooth, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I know. They get your hooks, like they're, they're they're real nice to you up front, and then like you start to you have high expectations, and the tooth fairy will inevitably let you down. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what that bitch is getting for them. You know, she's reselling them. You know, there's a severe markup on the teeth she's selling. <laughs> there's got to be like yeah. a medicalwaste.com or something that she's <laughs> relisting them on she's and getting selling a the shitload. calcium in them. Yeah. And I only Let's got a quarter. Just a tooth fetishist, you know? Like, it's all for our own sick pleasure, like, perhaps. Yeah. It's disgusting, yeah. <laughs> Chris, what time is it there? Uh, it's 9.22 a.m., wow. so, yeah. This it's is not a... that early, but it's, it's pretty early for me. It's uh... a pretty crazy, like, morning conversation, too. Like, this is, like, what I work into, you know, during the day. In the morning, I'm just calm and drinking coffee. I... I can't do this yeah, in the morning. I've got my Pepsi Max, that, you know, to start the day, uh, basically. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I was going to ask you too about your shitty, your hashtag shitty whiteboard. Is that your own <laughs> hashtag? Yeah, sh uh, shitty whiteboard. I mean, I bought a whiteboard, so it was not even really a whiteboard. It's just like 
kind of a big piece of contact plastic. Like, you know what that is? Like, you'd wrap a school book in it. Yeah. <laughs> like, contact plastic that's stuck to the wall. And, um, yeah, I've just been doing, uh, I guess, shitty drawings. You know, like, I'm trying my best, but, like, they're coming out quite shitty. Uh, they're funny, funny, They're so, witty. Actually, I was thinking, like, um, if you guys want, like, I could do one, um, like, based on your show or based on something, uh, if you have an idea for one. That would if be you awesome. want, I can uh, do that and put it up on Twitter if you like. I would be honored, yes. Okay, okay. So do you have any uh, any puns or any joke ideas uh, maybe related to yourself? Hmm. Well, our intern, Pete, we, he's running as president as the Slamborghini. I don't know if that could be used. Um... Uh, I mean, it's a Lamborghini that is, like, slamming, I guess, like a wrestler. I mean, we got, like, yeah. but it could be, like, maybe, like, uh, instead of Robin's slim, it's like Robin's limb, and it's just like kind of Batman's like uh, cock in this Robin, Robin hand. I know? like that, <laughs> Robin's limb, or it's like stuck in in the microwave or something, or like I don't know. Yes, it's it's stuck in yeah. a batarang. <laughs> I'll have a, a brief think about it, and then I'll put one up after I'm finished. So uh, if you guys want to check that out, I'll um yeah, I'll put that up on Twitter. On awesome. your guys' Twitter, okay? Thank you, dude. We gotta wrap this yeah. up, Chris. Where can everybody find you? All right, yeah. So, uh, Chris Butler comedian on Facebook. Uh, Chris Butler comedian on Twitter. Uh, you know, Chris Butler comedian on Instagram. I guess. Nice. Um, that's about that's about it at the moment. Or if you go to chrisbutler.com.au, it just redirects to my Facebook page at the moment because my website's been fixed up. So, yeah. Cool, dude. Thank you so much for talking to us. Yeah, no worries, man. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. Have a good one. Okay, you too. Bye. Take Bye, care, dude. Chris. Awesome. He's a very cool dude. Yeah, I had a lot of chemistry with us. I always like that. We get guys up. That's cool. Like, I like that he said, you know, he's he's liking the show. That's cool. Like, when dudes check us out, like, I got a couple guys that, you one of the guys tonight, James Creveson, and uh, one of the guys I booked for, like, a month from now. Like, I see that they're checking us out. Awesome. So, alright, guys, up. we're going on break. We'll, we'll be, be back. back with Jacob Cantu. Shut up and sit down. I'm the Slamborghini, baby. I feel we need to have the booze and guns program. For as many booze as you can drink down, you get a gun. Each fucking shot, you get a gun, baby. That's why I'm voting for myself, baby. The Slamborghini 2016. Yeah! I'm on every drug known to man, baby. Fuck yeah! You go to the boardwalk, you don't want to see some fucking crackhead. It's hurting till it's squirting, baby. Yeah! Slamborghini for President 2016. We're back. Did you see that Belgium has a beer pipeline now? It's fucking awesome. That runs underground. Like it's time to get shwifty. I need to go. We need, oh, oh. We need that here. My friend Chris in high school, oh, his yeah. dad had a keg in the basement that ran up to a tap in the kitchen sink. That was really cool. That's cool. Robin Slim Show. Hey, hey, Jacob. Jacob, how are you, bro? I'm alright. Driving. Driving. Don't drink and drive, or text and drive. Well, oh, headphones. <laughs> nice, bro. Mm -hmm. I didn't know if you had the headphones. Bluetooth rocking. Uh, no, I was, I was, uh, you know, I just came for seeing my shrinks, so it's so crazy. 
That's good. Are you going to a show? Are you doing a comedy show? Tomorrow, tomorrow I, I got I got two places finally, man. I, back to doing comedy. I did I did a show online uh, last Saturday, which was interesting. Uh, everybody should check that out. But uh, at Dope Fade, you can find him on Twitter. Uh, you're a comic, you know, hit, uh, hit uh, him up and he'll put you on. Is that at Dope Fades on Twitter? Yeah, at at Dope underscore Fades and. Uh, you can do an open mic online. Oh, wow, cool, dude. Uh, are, are you hosting you that? Have, I'm sorry. We have, like, two computers and stuff, but it works. Cool. That's pretty fucking awesome, dude. I like that online comedy show. That's a cool concept. Yeah. I mean, it's got some bugs, you know? Yeah. It's like there's a delay and stuff, but... but uh, I want to, it's pretty cool to see it. You know, like they had some guys there from like South Africa, New Zealand, stuff like that. And, you know, it's pretty cool. So do you take like a certain, like to take like five guys every week and like you're doing it through Skype? Oh, it's not me. It's with, uh, somebody else. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. No, he hit me up on Twitter and uh, I just, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to get his name out there because comics could do that. Like if you have if you can if you have access to Skype and a computer, you can get on this show. You know, you get the feedback from the audience. They, you hear the laughter, and they'll send you a, a recording of your set. You know, oh, that's it's cool. Pretty cool. We gotta get Slambo on there. <laughs> he yeah. wants to break into comedy, Jacob. What what advice can you give to our own intern, the Slamborghini, if he wants to break don't, into comedy? Don't care. Don't care. <laughs> nice. Don't care. That's it. <laughs> Don't care. Swallow your pride. <laughs> you know, it's easy. Like, like if he, is he depressed? Are you pe- depression? No. I don't know if he is. He's there, got some dark side. He's got a dark side, dude. There's him. some darkness in I there. I think it's a lot of, like, angst and hatred in there. <laughs> that, certain that just comes out all the time, bro. It just. I think you should keep that one a little stifled, the the hate speech. You oh, do. no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not working that in, bro. That can't work. <laughs> that does he make... eat Big Macs recreationally, like, for no reason? Yes, he does. He ate a whole, um, what do we do around Christmas? We did, uh... We did um, a pizza with burrito on it. We did um, our ethnic needs pizza, and Slim got an eight or twelve pack of burritos. And like the next morning, they were gone because (laughs) Pete ate them in a sitting. Well, I just, I just really like Mexican food. Like I'm not. It's like one of my favorite kinds of food. (laughs) He tried to say there was like, oh, there was only like two in there. I'm like, no, there was like eight. What do you expect? I, I I was hungry. Oh, he's half a comedian then, you know? <laughs> he's got, he's definitely got the diet. They were going to fucking sit, they were going to sit in there and go frostbitten. <laughs> Jacob, who are you voting for in the, in the political campaign? Uh, nobody. The, cop, the apocalypse is coming. I know it for sure. I'm just, I'm just reading the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right? I, I really feel like this is the end, bro. It's going to be like martial law and fucking demons and, and everything, <laughs> bro. It's Corey cool. Feldman yeah. is going to perform at the at the inauguration. That, <laughs> that was that is crazy. I don't know. I don't know. If, did one of you guys post? Or somebody, I saw on Twitter today. Yeah. Him dressed like Kylo Ren. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody needs to fucking Photoshop that into a meme right now. Oh my God. That was funny. 
Dude, that was incredible. Yeah, I tweeted it. And you had said, who okayed that for TV? Who cleared that? Yeah, who, like, how did that happen? You know what I mean? It's like, how is it that guys like us are, like, we're infinitely more talented than that five minutes on TV. Like, that, that is insane yeah we pour our heart and soul but that's the thing that's what happens bro like even just on youtube some little like douchebag kid makes a pokemon song and that goes viral but we have a great interview you know with a comedian whatever anybody or a great segment of our show and and we get nowhere <laughs> it's right it's a hard grind that's right no it's because the apocalypse is coming man that's it. No, that's is. the All demons. The ideas are taken. <laughs> Fucking Corey Feldman is one of the riders of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. <laughs> he he looks he kind of looked like famine. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, Withered uh, in every place. <laughs> See, I he mean, has some sort of deal with the devil. Lethal Weapon, Lethal Weapon's a TV show now. Uh, they're, they're redoing the Power Rangers. The Power Rangers just got canceled like last week. I mean, it's crazy oh man <laughs> like the only thing that i have to look forward to is episode eight because i know episode nine's not gonna get here like there's not gonna be movie theaters no more i wonder if that's babies. i wonder if that's in revelation we need to find out if that's part of the end the end coming <laughs> no more star wars <laughs> yeah no more power rangers like no that's got to be foretold by at least nostradamus <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I'm serious, man. No, I, I can't. You can't. Any, everything's bad. It's yeah, it bad. is. There's nothing to be. It's the only thing that's good. There's nothing to be happy about anymore. Reading the news, like just this, the stories we did tonight, bro. It's like we're getting like in New Jersey and New York. Like we've had three terrorists. It's the same guy. The same guy making yeah. these fucking bombs, leaving them like everywhere around here and shit, man. It's it's crazy. He was a nice yeah. guy. Yeah, he was a real nice guy. His neighbor said, oh, yeah, we, we never... He was such a nice neighbor. Well, good morning and salam. <laughs> Nobody's nice. No, that's it. No, I'm, I, I, I will lost my job over this little old lady just for doing my job, and then I got yelled at by my boss. That's a long story. I don't even know. I, I, I manage an apartment complex, right? Okay. And we're not, we're not allowed to paint people's apartments if they're living there so that's what i told the lady you know oh she wanted you to so paint she it went and, yeah but we're not allowed because we can't you know move people's stuff around for liability reasons whatnot she yeah. just comes over to my boss's office said that i that i embarrassed her that i treated her like, like a lesser person because she's an old woman and oh. i get really enough for it for disrespecting this lady right yeah my boss for my boss forgets that she told us to go ahead and paint this woman's apartment. And this is why, you know, I, there's a God. So you got you to paint her apartment now. Yeah, we got to paint her apartment. She takes all her crap out of her apartment, uses it on the patio. I live in the desert, dude. It hasn't rained for two years. It rained on the day of her crap being on the patio. Oh, oh my God. That's amazing. That's, that's just great. fucking karma right there. That's that just poetic justice. That is amazing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We're so fucked she in this country. She calls my boss, and then my boss calls back and yells at me for approving the painting of her apartment. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. Fuck them all. God bless America and 
God bless America and be the United States. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the problem, too. Like, like, you can always play the on week card, and you get away with everything. I'm old or something. Yeah, yeah like, oh. you, everything's okay now. You could want anything. You could be, you go in any bathroom you want. You could do everything. You could be a dinosaur oh, yeah. if yeah. you wanted to. Yes. You could... I, I, I tell you, you want to you you commit mass murder? <laughs> Let's just get, like, two... Like, like one old lady from all parts of the world, right? One of each type, and we'll just kill fifty thousand people and never go to jail. He'll be marvelous. Pete already has a couple of Mongolian, eighty-year-old Mongolian uh, people in his uh, in his crawl space. Yeah, they're right here. Oh, there you go. <laughs> right He's got that one started. Uh, uh, they're like, I was an accident. I'm sorry. Like, I, they could say I'm sorry to killing. Killing anybody. I felt like a murderer uh, that day. It was okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just trying to make a left turn. <laughs> they, take out, they take out an entire family of Mexicans. <laughs> uh, That's what Trump is, is saying now. That's what, one of his running points. <laughs> let, let gallery and run over the Mexicans. Dude, why, where did he get his claim that you guys are raping, that the Mexicans are raping? Like, wh where did that come from? I, I don't know. Last I checked, it was the Mongolians and then the <laughs> Spanish. Right? The yeah, the, the Chinese had to make a wall to keep the Mongolians. That's what that, I guess that's yeah. where he's going with this. But yeah, I've never heard of Mexicans on raping sprees. I, I don't. I mean... What he's... Trust me, there's there's Mexican rapists. <laughs> yeah, well, what Trump specifically says is that they're sending the rapists to us. He, oh. he believes that they're only sending their criminals. Hello? Hello? Oh, yeah. Who, who's there? <laughs> oh, Jacob, this is Pete's girlfriend, Joni. Oh, Hi, Joni. Hi, Joni. How you doing? Hey, baby. She's got a bout of emphysema. What, what do you call him for, Joni? I just wanted to see how you guys are doing. See, it's ironic because you called him. We were just talking about elderly I, people. So. I thought you were a little jealous of right. Pete's Mongolian girl. Mongolian <laughs> girl. She has huge forehead. She's definitely killed a few people. <laughs> She's behind importing them. <laughs> I, 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 I just listened to her for two seconds. She's a murderer for sure. <laughs> she murdered our, our ratings on IPM Nation. Without counting the portion she had in the 60s. <laughs> Johnny, what are you up to tonight? <laughs> You're still alive? It was a little hard of hearing. You gotta, you gotta speak up. I breaking up here in the city. I got some big huge black dude. You got a black guy? Is he is he pimping you out? His, his name is his name is Jamal. <laughs> Malcolm Jamal Warner. He's got he's got he's only got four toes. He lost one of them to diabetes. <laughs> he just can't lay off that grape soda. <laughs> Johnny. Is that a dog attacking you, Joni? Is it biting your varicose veins? Is there a dog attacking you? No, it's my dog. 
<laughs> <It's yours. laughs> what kind of dog you got, Jacob? I got a miniature schnauzer. She's German. She's a Trump. What's that? Nazi dog. Did you name it Hitler? It's Pepper because she's Mexican German. Calm down a little bit. What do you Man, feed your dog? Food. I think you're turning Joni on here, Jacob. She sounds like she's into you, bro. She 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 sounds like it's not. She's not cracking up. Like her life is cracking up, right? She's she's flirtatious. I I I actually during lunch I prefer to eat a can of dog food. Oh. You know, it's like how it smells. I heard she smeared it on herself for Pete. Oh, yeah. yeah, we I don't talk about up, I used to naturally warm up a can. I'd hide it in my cooch for about three hours. Probably couldn't find it. I would push it out like I was giving birth. Just, just to the point where it was sitting out, but it was still in. And then I'd pop the top and let it I oh. <laughs> never even used a bowl either. I did it in PG's oh. All right, joking the site. I found a dead. I found a dead old man in his apartment, and that's all he had in his pantry. Dog food. Oh, oh fuck, dude. As, oh, no, we found him. <laughs> we found no. He was dead. We found him. We found him five days after he died. Oh! Yeah. Did he have a dog? He beat it to his dead corpse. Did Did he have a dog? Nope. He was, he was, that's what that was his food. Wow! Actually eating dog. Oh my god! I figured he actually had a dog too to share it with. Oh, that lonely old bastard. That was it. Was like it was like peas and stuff like that, and he. I guess he would mix the dog food in with the peas. Oh! And Slim, I got your he next was, smoothie. Yeah, dog food. He's a, he's a veteran. <laughs> wow, that's so fucking sad, dude. That's did disgusting. He did, he, did he choke on dog food? <laughs> no, no, it was, I think it was the Vicodin that killed him. Oh, is, was there any left? Those are good. Yeah. No, I, uh, I can't, I can't say. By the way, Joni, Slim didn't like your thousand-year-old eggs. Oh! <laughs> Joni, that you you gave him those eggs? <laughs> what what's that? I, I heard something about eggs. Your thousand year old eggs. Slim here uh, didn't like them too much. Why not? <laughs> they uh they were very like pungent. Pungent, yeah, pungent, very oily and black. Oh. Did Jacob he ate he ate what are they called century eggs? They're they're Chinese yeah, century eggs. They're something. disgusting. The videos on YouTube if you want yeah, to see it. Really gross. Uh, that's because they're eating it the wrong way. Oh really? How is he supposed to prepare it? I'm Mexican. I'm not Filipino, man. Here's what's gotta happen. Get one of those century eggs. But then you buy that dildo. Remember that dildo that you could shove it? <laughs> the egg vomiting dildo, yes. Yeah. So you get those century eggs and you slide it up inside of one. And then I personally uh -huh. come.
Wow. <laughs> Slim wants to know how soon you could be here, Joni. <laughs> He's excited. As soon as the wind takes me. <laughs> so, so her box is like a microwave for eggs. You put an egg, and in five minutes, it's a thousand year old egg. <laughs> it ages it, it pickles it. Very quickly. It accelerates the process. Well, it gets even more pickles with me. <laughs> oh. Have you ever eaten her pickles, Pete? It's a little vinegary. That pickle, that pickle on the inside will taste like sauerkraut. <laughs> Pete said that was just a hemorrhoid. You, you, ever, you ever eaten sauerkraut and yogurt? No. That's what that oh. egg tastes like. Sauerkraut and yogurt? Oh, that's another smoothie idea. That is. <laughs> we are brainstorming. You're seeing Power the future. Sauerkraut, yogurt, and spam. Ooh. <laughs> they have flavored spams, too. Yeah, they get the honey. They have flavors. I think a garlic spam. They... No, no. Don't, don't mix that. Mix it with mustard. Mustard? <laughs> what do you do? How do you prepare it? Do you do you warm that up, too, Joni? Like, do you, like you do yeah, the eggs? You put it all in one of those... In an Easter egg, and then I'll slide it up into my cooch. I'll hold it in there for about two hours, and then I'll slide it out, and it'll be warm. They'll even have warm. steam come off. Of it. You should have a cooking <laughs> channel on YouTube or the Food Network. <laughs> it's a pickle. <laughs> Warming yeah, with Tony. It would just be an hour of me and Missionary waiting to push out the. How much food can you get in there? Like, what's the biggest food item? Like a ham sandwich? Well, watermelon. More, more like a stuffed turkey. Wow. One of those big canned hams. Should, I heard she put a uh, turducken up there one time, too. <laughs> I heard she did that at your last Thanksgiving dinner. I wasn't there for that. <laughs> it, it, it goes in as a full roasted turkey, and it comes out as a gelatin block. <laughs> Holy fuck! Hey, I know people that are into that. <laughs> oh man, <coughs> Johnny, you get a new job. Yeah. You going to? You... I can't. Jealousize first. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard you laugh, Johnny. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I that's a smoke. Oh, you were wheezing? <laughs> She's got the emphysema. Oh. She's laughing? I thought she was laughing. I think she's dying on us. Oh, I gotta, I gotta get some of those unfiltered Marlboro Reds. I oh. thought you were, you were smoking the Pall Malls, Pete said. No, it was Virginia Slims. Oh. <laughs> he said you smoked them out of your holes, too. Yeah. Out of my trachea. Yeah, she put it in her trachea. <laughs> the same one I do deep throat with. Oh, 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 is that how you got laid, Pete? Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess I don't remember this. But, I was probably unconscious. Put it in my trachea, hoe, why don't you? <laughs> put it in the trachea now, yeah. <laughs> one time I wow. got very adventurous, I had. Dicks down the tree. Ah, <laughs> what? One down the throat and then one coming out of my mouth. 
Was, was Pete, like a handful. Was Pete's one of them? I definitely wasn't there for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I actually looked like a hooked catfish. <laughs> was it poking out the side of your neck? Yes. <laughs> it didn't help the man was black and 80 years old. <laughs> For fuck's sake. It's the stuff of nightmares right there. <laughs> yeah, he even had AIDS. Ah, what? Yeah, I heard you can't get it through the neck. You can't get AIDS. Oh, yeah. She's impervious to AIDS, man. She's beat AIDS. She was the. She was. She got some of the magic patient zero. Yeah, patient one. zero. No, it's just. Like, come on. She's built up the immune system against AIDS. We need to get her bone marrow. She was the first infusion that she got it from. She <laughs> she was the first donor that gave it to the the first yeah. person. Oh god. She was the originator. What's that? When are we gonna have that date again? Oh yeah, we'll we'll figure that out. Maybe sometime next month. I I gave Pete an Alabama crab dangle the last time I saw him. What's that? <laughs> Alabama crab dangle? Yeah. How does that work? You don't want to know. I don't. <laughs> nah, come on, nah. Yeah. You can't put it out there and not deliver on that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I take, <laughs> I take a, a live crab and... I take a piece of chicken and I shove it up my hooch. <laughs> and then what I do is I try to I, I try to get the crab to clip onto my clip. Oh. <laughs> so then once he clips onto it, then I walk like a crab over Pete while he's laying on his back with his face up. And then I shit in his face when the crab just kind of tickles his chest. Oh. oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, what happened to the chicken? The chicken just stays up there? That's just like extra? Like ketchup? It, it stays up there till I'm finished. Now I shove the whole crab up there. <laughs> it ferments along with the eggs. Holy fuck, oh. Aroni. It, it doesn't wow. PJ cries. I think my ear just caught a disease from that. Yeah, Holy look. fuck. I'm sorry, Jacob. <laughs> No, this 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 is hilarious. <laughs> Alabama what crab walker? Alabama crab walk, Texas walker. The Alabama crab dangle. <laughs> oh, crab dangle. Dangling from the cut. I'm writing that one down. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and that is the size of Alabama. There you go. <laughs> no, it's, it's just. It's called Alabama because it's really hot, <laughs> and it kills and it kills black people. Ah! <laughs> it always does. We don't know how. It right. Just... But Pete always <laughs> died. <laughs> nah, it killed. It killed black people a hundred years ago, and they're still mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> and there's still riots and shit. <laughs> <laughs> they're just mad that they don't get Alabama crab. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! We gotta cut this off, guys. Jacob, where can everybody find you? 
on Twitter at El Jacobito82. Uh, and uh, check out the fades. And if any comics listen to this and want to come to Coachella Valley, I might have a room where they can actually perform. So awesome, dude! If they come and they come to Coachella Fest or anything like that, we can set something up. And Joni, yeah, where like, can everybody find you? you can find me in the city, fucking a midget for Oodle to Noodle. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you guys. All right, thanks for calling, right, Jacob. Please get Joni's number blocked. <laughs> See you guys. Right. I'll, I'll talk to you guys later. May the force be with you. If we make it to the force. Yes. Right. yes. Yes. Thank you, Jacob. No problem. Later, bro. Right. Have fun. You see, I, All right, I guys, we're going on break. Joni changes her cell phone plan every oh, six months. Oh, is that how she, so she can keep on just getting through? The screener? Fuck. <laughs> oh. We saw a lot of people this week. Yeah, we did. We saw quite a few people. And we were on someone else's show. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was right. Holy crap. Rob and Slim. You can check them out at the Rob and Slim show. That was a very entertaining thing to go on to. So fun. Those guys are a lot more crass than we are, but it was a refreshing type of crass. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) So if you want to hear us talk about some more crass... Things. Subjects. Definitely check out episode 48 of the Robin Slim Show. I think we're around the two hour and 15 minute mark. Something like that. And yeah, we, we talked about things like Action Park, Deaths at Disneyland, yeah. uh, uh, the new Star Wars Land, yes. a whole bunch of things. Everything. So, we jammed that in 30 minutes. Can you yeah, that? It, it was fast. It honestly felt like it was over in five minutes. Mm-hmm. Really cool guys. Really funny. Hilarious. So check them out. Um, you may be a little offended but if you are then get the hell out of here (laughs) (laughs) just if you uh if you're offended easily maybe don't listen they're they're very crass but if you enjoy that kind of thing then go for it we enjoyed the hell of it oh yeah it was awesome (laughs) it was awesome i loved it so here's to you guys um aside from that do we have anyone else robin slim show hey it's russell mclean from the russell mclean show hey russell how you doing doing great friend about yourself doing pretty good pretty good tonight man we uh, we uh, we've been talking to a couple uh, comedians, and now we got you on, dude. And you are a podcaster, correct? Yes, sir. And a musician. A podcaster, musician. I'm a, one of those uh, uh, jack of all trades and master of none, so to speak. I guess. <laughs> How long have you been doing the show for? I've been podcasting for about two years. We just launched the Russell McLean show. We had the Radio Random Network for a little while. Had a few shows on there. Had a little success, but the workload got way too much for two people to handle, so we backed off of that, and I just focus on my own podcast. Oh, cool. That's what, yeah, that's what I was wondering. I know, I know you had other projects. You had, like, Russell and Mudtooth, right? Yeah, we had the Russell and Mudtooth show, and believe it or not, actually Mudtooth. Is is is, a, is uh, you know we didn't use his real name because he was he's actually a narcotics agent here in Louisiana. So wow, uh, that's pretty awesome. He, yeah, well, due to due to uh, I guess due to uh, his, his work uh, schedule and everything, he was unable to uh, do the show anymore. So oh. now it's just me. Okay, that's cool. That's what I was going to ask because I, I knew he was your co-host. I didn't know if you still had a co-host. No, I don't have a co-host anymore. Actually, uh, two weeks we had uh, another one, a female, actually be joining us by the name of Tanya Halford. She's a real estate agent, and she's a entertainment mogul. I'm big into entertainment. Anything that's entertaining is uh, I love it. Cool. 
That's cool. And I saw um, some of your guests. You had some pretty big guests, man. You had Charlie Daniels. You had Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, wow. Yeah, man. I have bullshitted my way somehow or another. Do y'all cuss? Yes. Yeah. I have as much as possible. Okay, well, well, I bullshitted my way into uh, the Nashville scene, so to speak. I started with the uh, podcast about two years ago and just started working at it and Next thing you know, I started networking with a bunch of public relations uh, agents, and wow. uh, we was invited last year to the uh, as a special guest to Charlie Daniels' 40th anniversary volunteer jam. Uh, myself and my wife, and uh, we're going back this year, November 30th. And but since then, I've had man, I've had uh, countless guests that is uh, very noteworthy. Wow! Uh, just I guess by luck of the draw, so to speak, doing the same things you guys are doing, you know. And yeah. Reaching out and, uh, you know, it don't hurt to ask. I mean, they can't mm. eat you, hell. That's what I do. I just shoot it out there. You know, will, will you do an interview with us? And you'd be surprised at who will say yes. Most definitely. And, and the thing with Keeper Sutherland, and I have to say to date, that's probably our, the biggest interview, you know, we had to Keeper. It's so relevant. Yeah. Um, that was on a fluke. They were in a limo, and I made friends with the guy that was his, uh, his head of his public relations. And he called me, and he asked me if I would uh, do about 10 minutes with a keeper. I said, well, hell yeah. You know? Wow. Certainly. He called you. That's cool, man. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Uh, let, let me backtrack a little bit, because my wife helps me with, uh, like, because just like y'all, you guys, I'm, I'm sure y'all get a lot of uh, interesting <laughs> Interview requests, so to speak. Yes. You know, they're, they're, I've gotten some from pirates. Uh, I've gotten them from man, just off the wall. I, I had a guy. He was a. He thought he was an astronaut. He'd never been in space, never been to the moon or anything. But he told me he was an astronaut. So he wanted to be on the show. You know, I want him. I want him. Just start sending them to us. Yes. Any of these kooks, you you, you send them to us, and I'll, we'll take them. <laughs> most definitely, man. Hey, you know, uh, I'll be more than happy to send you guys my contact list as well. <laughs> it's cool, so to speak. That's cool, man. Cool. <laughs> Thank you, Russell. You we know, love I the mean, paranormal, the Bigfoot thing and all that. Um, I'm into all that great stuff as well, you know. It's just for the audience that we have attracted, it just doesn't fit. <laughs> you know. But uh, the thing with Kiefer Sutherland, I, it's kind of an embarrassing story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. As I said, my wife does, uh, she usually does like the email thing for guest requests and everything. So uh, I had glanced through the email and I'd seen it. And to be honest with you guys, I had no idea who the hell Kiefer Sutherland was. My <laughs> life has been music for the past probably 10 years or so. Yeah, you know, I've played music. Uh, I'm a studio musician. I also play in, in bands. Anyway, I, I usually wind up playing anywhere from five to six nights a week. Yeah. <clears throat> so naturally, I don't ever have time unless it's on at three thirty in the morning when I come in. I usually don't have time to watch anything as far as TV goes. My schedule is slowed down now, but that's a totally different story. Anyway. I get the request to see the thing about Keeper Sutherland new country album. So I'm just thinking it's one of these cats that's, uh, you know, they got our email address and they're sending us the thing. You know, I, I, I think I'm thinking it's some kind of new guy in the music scene. Had no idea who the hell Keeper Sutherland was <laughs> until my wife informed me. And then I had, you know, after doing a bunch of research and finding out who he was. Yeah. You know, so. That's crazy. Yeah, but it, it, 
Because if you Pretty saw that, cool. you would have been like, I ain't, I ain't talking to this noob, you know, he's not, he's a nobody. <laughs> and you didn't even know, that's crazy. Right, yeah, I ain't got time to this fucker. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I gotta get on my show to promote his damn music. Who the hell does he think he is? Right. And my wife says, you have no idea who the hell that is, do you? No, sure don't. Wow. That's like we had, um, he was a major league pitcher, Brett, uh, Brett. Myers, he was, uh, from the Phillies, and uh, he's doing a music thing now, and he was he called us to talk about that, but we also talked about you know his baseball career and stuff too. It was really cool. Yeah, you, you know it's amazing. I was looking around the other day. It's amazing how many people decide to do a country music album. Yeah, right. You know, it. Uh, you never even think they listen to country music, such as Keith, uh, Kiefer Sutherland. You know, I, I figured he'd be like into some kind of. You know, uh, like the golf scene or something. Rock or something, yeah. That, that's crazy. Like, I is is country still as relevant as it used to be? Like, you know, like I used to like uh, Kenny Rogers and uh, yeah, Kenny Rogers. That's pretty much it. But uh, like, is it still like? <laughs> it's, is it more like um, I don't know, commercialized now, like than it was back in the day? Well, the country music scene, it seems like. Uh, um, is one of the you know it, it kind of joined forces I guess with a with a with the pop genre or yes. you know a lot of their songs sound popish a lot of the songs sound rock there's there's some sort of per se uh, traditional country out there mm. anymore. everything now, seems the, to be the trend blended. is everything's going more or less to the uh, the Al Green sound especially with this new cat that's uh, that is Keeper uh, not Keeper Sutherland I'm sorry my bad uh, Mr. Um, Chris Stapleton. You know, he's changed the scene. So it goes in phases. It's up and down. You know, three months, it may not be relevant anymore. Yeah. But it, country music's been around for, I guess, uh, other than rock and roll, where they, they're the two longest-lasting uh, music genres that, that we have. It never goes and away. Blues and blues as well. Yeah. yeah. Right. Country never goes away. Um, Who are some of your favorite uh, country singers? Man, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I'm not, uh, <laughs> you know, I like the Charlie Daniels and, and all that great stuff. But I, I'm more of a, you know, if I sit down and I, I listen to music, uh, I, I like blues. You know, I'm yeah, into, I like uh, the Muddy Waters. I B. like B. the King. blues. The King, yes, that's cool, man. You know, the Buddy guys and stuff like that. I, and so I don't even know a lot of the uh, the younger, like the newer country guys. A lot of the guys that I have on have been. You know, like uh, we had Mickey Gilly from the same, you know, he owned Gilly's uh, Club in Pasadena, Texas. And yes. you know, he's cousins with Jerry Lee Lewis and Jimmy Swagger. Oh, he, he's on, he's like 80 years old, but the old fucker's still touring. <laughs> you, know? He's still, you know, it's the older guys, like like you said, you like Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers is still out there. He's still making music. He's still touring. You yeah. Know? It's just, there's a certain audience that you got, or a certain niche for his audience that you got to kind of find. And, Luckily, I found it. So that's pretty much the story on it. Who's well, the okay. guy? Um, Devil goes down to Georgia. Was that? That's um, Charlie Daniels. That's Charlie Daniels. Yeah. That's why I, I was just googling it. Like, yeah, he still got it, man. He was in a commercial a few years ago, and he's still just a fiddling bag of shit. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, he's still he still got it. He's, he he's fucking fiddle, awesome. He can like set that fucking fiddle on fire. Yes, with the, the shit he does. Yes. Like Right, and then I've learned, you know, after going and seeing it live, that's all a show. You know, he gets up there and he he plays the fiddle. Yeah, I man. Always, I always thought he was more of like a bluegrass kind of guy than more than, than like country, country western, you know? 
where Charlie actually broke in as a uh, as a studio musician, which he played bluegrass. I mean, in the 50s, he had the rock and roll band and all that great stuff, just like a lot of them had. But he broke into music as a studio musician in New York, and he's on a couple of Bob Dylan records. And Bob wow. Dylan was actually the one that kind of brought him in. So, yeah, the folklore, bluegrass type stuff is kind of his uh, forte, so to speak. But, uh, man, he ventures out in all kind of different stuff. I'm actually a big fan of uh, Celtic music, like like Irish type, and that's like a lot of yeah traditional Irish music. And I, I, I liked who was the band too a few years ago, the bluegrass band, um, uh, Mum, Mumford and Sons. Mumford like, and I I really dug that. Well, man. A lot of that stuff was like a lot of that stuff came from the Celtic yeah music because of most definitely yeah a lot of the people in the you know like the map the Appalachian come from the Scotch Irish. Most definitely, and, and you can hear that. Uh, you can also hear that influence in a lot of the uh, the older folk uh, bluegrass type music yeah. as well, with the fiddle or the mandolin. You know, it comes from that that heritage as well. What do you play, Russell? Do you only play guitar, or do you play any other instruments? I've been playing guitar for about fifteen years now, and about six months ago, I decided. Uh, well, uh, a guy called it needs a bass player. He couldn't find a bass player, and we were here in Baton Rouge. So, I mean, there's only so many to pick from, I guess. So I went and did a job and come to find out after 15 years, bass is actually my instrument. Wow, so, that's crazy. Yeah. So now from... that's opened up a lot of more doors. And wow. Like, I've done a lot of things. I've been out there. It's pretty cool, like I said. Anything to uh, pay the light bill, so to speak, or, <clears throat> yeah. or uh, move up in the world, I'm there. Have you had your own band, or have you only toured with others? I have had uh, my own band, uh, in which, you know, we did the party scene, and then we did a, a couple of college circuits, which was a fucking, uh, if you uh, want to preserve your liver, it ain't a good idea to do, <laughs> but uh, if you want to have a great time and experience a real party, you know, as a musician, you, you know, you take your band and you get on the, the, the college uh, scene and you tour to different campuses, and that that was probably been my biggest highlight that's really my biggest thing yeah well that's how john stewart started in comedy college college tours really yeah and then i heard um not too long ago too seinfeld uh said he won't do colleges anymore but they've gotten he said they've gotten so pc now at colleges like you you can't yeah like it's really changed like our old buddy matt who used to do the show with us too he said like sometimes in class he would tell a joke or laugh at something that was like you know you know, a little dark humor or whatever, and people would just give him the dirtiest looks. Like, how could you laugh at that? Like, college scene has is, is changed a lot, I've heard. Well, I have no clue. I mean, it's probably been about 10 years ago, but, mm. uh, you know, the, the places I was, <laughs> where they had us, it, was, it wasn't PC at all. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, it was anything but. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, I've seen, uh, God, I've seen so much shit <laughs> you know, thinking about it now, some shit I can't. I don't even want to mention too loud in the house with the kids in the other room. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow, man! What's the craziest thing besides that that you've seen performing? Oh man, I've seen all kind of stuff, man. I've seen. I've actually seen a guy that walked in, and we were doing a benefit one time, and the guy he was crippled, right, and he couldn't walk, but. Uh, he had gotten drunk and forgot who he, where he was and what he was doing, I guess. And, uh, somebody played the twist, the old Chubby Checker song, right? And the old dude threw his damn walker down and did the twist. 
oh right into the floor. We saw a guy at a comedy show. He got so drunk he was in a wheelchair. He thought he could walk. He got up and he fell and shit. And then they were calling for EMTs, bro. <laughs> well, yeah, and which I mean, there's bloopers on the on the band's parts too. I mean, you know, you go to these big nights, especially down here in Louisiana, which I'm sure you got them all over the place. But uh, they have the plantations, you know, and a lot of people get married. They have the band there and. You know, you get all dressed up and you go and you go and play for these people. And usually nine times out of ten, I usually have to, uh, before we get there, or if there's a buffet, which I like to eat, I'm a big guy, uh, I usually wind up uh, overflowing a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I've done that uh, maybe three or four times. Usually every time we play a plantation, I'm I'm going to overflow a toilet. Nice. That's, That's your you trademark. Know, it's pretty embarrassing, but other than that. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't even tell anybody. <laughs> I've done that a couple of times. Yeah, you, you, you. That's all part of it. My dad does it at home the all the time. He's got the snake. He's got the toilet snake in a bucket that he keeps just in case. Right, right, right. You hear him playing the wedding march. You hear, you know, you see the, the the bride walking down the aisle, and you see a couple of groomsmen, and you know, a couple of janitors running down to the bathroom with mops and shit. You know? <laughs> Toilet water <laughs> just like flowing into the, the aisle. Yeah, right. Hey, I don't know what happened. <laughs> wow, dude. What um, out of all the guests you've interviewed, who has been your favorite? Out of all of them, I have to say, uh, as that I've talked to, is a guy by the name of Roy Clark. I don't know if you're familiar with him or not, but yes. he had actually taken it. And Roy was on a, the show. He was the star of the show Hee Haw back yes. in the day. And uh, he had actually took the time before the interview, and he, I guess he Googled me, and he had watched some videos on, uh, I think they had some videos on YouTube of us playing and this and that and the other. And he put me over as a musician on the show, and that was probably uh, – and plus the information that he gave me afterwards. So Roy Clark, I would have to say, would probably be my most favorite. That's cool. That's cool. Was he? Were you kind of like starstruck when you talked to him? Not at first. Uh, I didn't get starstruck until we really started getting into uh, everything that he had done in his career. Wow. In which, I mean, again, he's 80 years old. So, I mean, mm. he had done a whole hell of a lot yeah. in his career. And I think he was at the, um, you know, I think he was with Jesus and him back in the day. I'm not really <laughs> sure. I think he was the guy playing, <laughs> playing piccolo as they marched down. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say. Anyway, <laughs> you know, after getting into the things that he had done and everything, wow. I got kind of starstruck a little bit. And then when he started on... Uh, uh, being a musician and talking, and then he started putting me over. It eats my, uh, it eats up a little bit. Yeah, but, uh, that's crazy. Yeah, like I don't know if we've had anybody. That, well, a few. I feel like, like John Peasy was somebody who I felt was just so professional that you felt like you were being around somebody that's just like they've been there, dude. He's been it, through like the were... whole like comedy scene from like. The 80s to now like yeah, yeah he's worked with ray romano yeah we did have we have had a few oh really yeah and like but the same thing like you said though you know you he's just he's sitting he's like he came in live and he sat here and he talked to us about it it was so cool it was so cool yeah and some of those guys man they're just uh you know they're just like us they're, they're paying their bills they yeah they found their niche you know and they they they're work it's working for them yeah that's it. And uh, we, yeah, we've had a few other 
Rucka, I'd say. He was savage. Yeah, a couple people. few of that, like, yeah, like Matt Pinfield, like, I was shocked. Yeah, I was shocked he was even did it, like. Yep. <laughs> Paul Phillips, I thought, was cool. Yeah, he's another good one. Paul Phillips from Puddle of Mud. We've had a few. We've had a few. Really? We, uh, I didn't get a chance to meet those guys, but we did, we did a, I uh, joined a rock band one time, and they played at uh, Jackson Square down in New Orleans, and we had actually opened up for them. Wow. That's cool. Who was the lead singer? He was a mess, though. I forget his name, but he, he's been in a lot of trouble. <laughs> man, that's a, that's a lot of those guys, man. That's just like the cat from uh, what is it, from Creed. I can't think of his name. Now. Oh, like, yeah. Of, really? A couple, yeah, about a year ago, it came out and he was like living in his car. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, he had those YouTube videos where he was like in a trailer. So it was just really bad. And wow. He was just fucking losing his he, mind. He drank himself into like mental illness pretty much. Oh, wow. I had no idea. Yeah, he was like r riding around like saying he was going to assassinate like the press. Wow. Shit. Yeah, he, he kind of went off. <laughs> off the deep end, right? <laughs> Wow. You know. Wow. I think he was just a bad Eddie Vedder impersonator per uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yes indeed. <laughs> so you guys are more into the comedy scene. Yes, yes, we do. Uh lean towards that because that was one of our early uh Somebody gave us the advice. I don't know if it was... Uh, oh, it was Peter Mayhit. Um, he said, what are you guys into the most? Comedians. Why don't you reach out to the most comedians to do interviews with? And it, it's, it was some great advice. Great advice. That's awesome. Uh, who, who are some of the... Uh, other than Ray Romano, yeah, who, who other, uh, I guess, bigger uh, names have you got there? We didn't have Ray. We had a guy that used to... We had a guy that Ray used to open for. His name was Paul John Peasy, and uh, yeah, Ray Romano used to open for him. He came and he did us. Um, we've had a uh, Reverend Bob Levy. Yeah, he's a Bob big comedian. Levy. We had uh, Mike Buschetti, who doesn't like us anymore, but he's a pretty big guy. <laughs> we had um, Stuttering John. Stuttering John. Yeah, from, not really, really from the Howard Stern show. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's a really, really cool interview we had. Stuttering and uh, John our cool. friend Ralph had called, I think, before he called, and we left him on, and he thanked me afterwards because, like, he got to talk to him too. It was, it was really cool, really cool. Yes, indeed. And now, quick question, you guys, because uh, here where I'm at, I mean, everybody sees the show and everything. Uh, here, you know, I promote my ass off, especially locally. And, and, and it has put me over tremendously with a lot of people as far as having big names and all that stuff. Have you guys experienced that as well? We, through our buddy Dave, like, who's a comedian from Jersey, and I, I just found him on Twitter, we found, like, you know, more comedians from Jersey that come in to do the show. We've yeah. we've had that, but yeah, like not too much. Awesome. I think it's also like just the people in this area don't really give a shit about the, podcasts. This area is like, yeah. it's not really the hub for like comedy. So the guys that we do meet through like Twitter, through Dave, they're more from like the middle of Jersey, north, top north yeah. or like out towards Philly. So this area itself is not really not really rocking. This is the Pine really? Yeah, it's like, it's like down the shore, like, you, you just get tourists in the summer, and the rest of the year, you're just dead. You're just like a ghost town. Wow. <laughs> it's a sad place. It really is. We're the only thing they have. We're, we're like the landmark. That and Wawa. <laughs> <laughs> the only good thing about this. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Well, with that, all that's got as far as uh, the comedian thing. I mean, what do you guys think about the uh, Andrew Dice Clay? What did he do now? 
He did nothing. That's the thing. What do you think about that? <laughs> I he used to love to like Dice. He was the biggest fucking star in the world. I, I was going to say. He was, um, he was great. And I, that that was another guy. Um, That guy, John, like I said, the guy that Ray used to open for, he had worked with Ray, uh, with um, Dice once. And he said Dice tried some new material one night. And he came back from doing the set. And he was so mad, he punched a hole in the wall. <laughs> he punched a hole in the wall. But yeah, dude, I... I, I, he seemed to have totally fizzled out, man. He he moved to Vegas. He was doing big out there, and then he just he just died out, dude. Yes, indeed. Well, they got like uh, last time I've heard of something from Andrew Dice Clay, which he had some kind of HBO show or something with comedy or some shit, and then he had a podcast in which both I, of them sucked. Yeah, actually, one of the guys he did a podcast with supposedly was supposed to call us, but he. I guess he couldn't, and then we never rescheduled. Wheels Parisi. He's another comedian. Yeah, Wheels. I think he's like an idiot, or, or they make him out to be like, a, like an idiot. Um, yeah. He does. <laughs> I think, yeah, that's the kind of di the kind of guys Dice deals with, you know. <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> Russell, we have to wrap this up, dude, but where can everybody find you? You can find me at RussellMcLeanShow.com. I'm on uh, Twitter as well, at the Russell McLean, or it's at the Russ MCLA show. Uh, you know, R-U-S-S-M-C-L-A show, I think, on Twitter. So that's where we are. And you can hear the show on YouTube and iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and uh, I think we're syndicated. If you're in Atlanta, the Atlanta area, you can hear us. I think it's on the Dog 1019. Nice. On Friday mornings at 9 a.m. That's awesome, dude. Thank you so much for talking to us. Hey, thank you for inviting me to be on the Robin Smith Show. And look, guys, when we get off of here sometime in the morning, I'll get uh, I'll get my contact list together with some of my uh, some of my closest PR agents, cool. and uh, I'll send you guys uh, send them over to you guys, and uh, hopefully you can bag some uh, big guests and get some big ratings. Wow, thank awesome, you man. so thank much, you. Russell. You're a great guy. Thank you, brothers, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, Take dude. Take care, man. Yeah. Awesome. And there is some cookies and cream pocky. I don't think Slim eats pocky because he's a health nut, but right. if he would like some. I got my, my giant plate of chicken right now. Nice. Oh. Alright guys, we're gonna break up. Yeah, these we'll are pretty good. Aren't they, dude? Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee for the editor and creator, Fluffer, for Comics Watching Comics. And you're listening to the Robin Slim show. Yeah, it's time to get Schwifty. Uh oh. Gotta get Robin Slim Show. Hey, how's it going? James Trevison. Good, how you doing, James? Good, how's it going, guys? Not bad, not All bad. Right, You're a comedian from Los Angeles, correct? Yeah, yeah, from Los Angeles. Nice, dude. And you were originally from uh, Alaska and Texas? Yeah, I was born in Alaska, uh, Fairbanks, Alaska. My dad was in the Army up there. Uh, so there talk about two and then uh lived in Las Vegas for a little while with my mom and she got married again there, then we moved to Texas and she got married like three more times. Oh <laughs> What was your favorite place that you lived like you don't remember much of Alaska, I'm assuming. I don't, not at all. No way. And and you lived most of your life in Texas? Yeah, most of my life until I was uh, 15. I left uh, 
Texas when I was 15 and uh, went to live with my dad, who I hadn't seen since I was a baby. So basically, I'd never seen him. And then one day, my mom put me on a plane and uh, sent me to Las Vegas. Wow. What was your favorite place out of all of them? Uh, I miss Texas. I still miss Texas. Uh, it's a different kind of culture. Like, it does, especially from Los Angeles. Yeah. You know? But uh, Texas definitely the place I miss. My wife is a California girl, so there's no way we're ever going back there. <laughs> yeah. I'm never going to Texas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you move to uh, L.A. for comedy? Uh, I actually moved to L.A. because I, I I was in the Navy. When I graduated high school, I joined the Navy. Uh, I was 17, and my dad signed me up to join the Navy. Uh, he basically said, no Army, no Marine Corps. You can join the Navy and the Air Force. Yeah, I was going to say, I heard Air Force is pretty nice, too. They got, like, air-conditioned tents, I heard. Yeah, they do. But I like dolphins, so I was like, I'm going to go to the Navy. <laughs> That's cool, man. Cool. Yeah, like, my dad was in, uh, he was a non-era vet, and I just saw how he was treated afterwards, and it just made me just never want to join. I think he was in a parade in New York City once, and... And people were like spitting at the soldiers, and I'm like, yeah, I, I don't want, I don't want that ever. I probably, yeah, I mean, so yeah, there's, I mean, my, my, uh, my grandpa was a non vet, and she, that he mentioned the same thing. But I grew up in Texas. I spent most of my life outside Fort Hood, which is like the largest army base in the United States. Mm. So I grew up around that, and I saw, I didn't. See that I saw a lot of respect for the military and stuff. So okay. he is different. That's cool. And then, like when I was, I think I was like eleven. We went to New York City. It was my first trip to New York City, and uh, they had the parade from Desert Storm. So they had all these guys coming back, and I got to meet General Norman Schwarzkopf. Like he was in a limo. We were walking by, and I was like, "Hey, hey. yeah, I know that guy." That's like, cool. Shook my hand, and it was a, a cool experience. So for me, that mentally, where it's like, "Okay, I'm definitely gonna be in the military." Nice. That's cool, dude. What, um, how long did you, have you been doing comedy for? Did you get into that when you were in the service or did you get into it afterwards? Well, I mean, everybody, that's always the question, right? How long have you been doing comedy? I kind of my whole life. I've always been that, that kid that was a class clown. I used to be like the nerdy that grew in class and read. And then my teacher started taking my stuff away so that I became the kid that interrupted everybody and wanted to say whatever was on his mind. You guys know what that's like? Mm, I, was that, I was that kid, too. I was a class clown. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I was quiet at first, and I didn't bother anybody, and then slowly became that way. In fact, my uh, fourth grade year, we, we had lost our teacher like two weeks in, and a teacher, uh, a kind of a class clown teacher, made out of, like, uh, a crepe paper, made a dunce cap, Wrote dunce on it and made me sit in the corner for the rest of the year. So like that's where I spent my fourth grade year. The rest of the year, oh my wow. god! Wow. Ooh. I don't yeah. think that would go over well nowadays. Remember that one kid that no. was like the class clown in our science class? He had Fort Yaw crack. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, but that's Texas, right? Texas, you get away with that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, they get away with a lot down there. I think you could yeah. shoot a guy just for like being alive. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they got those stand your own ground laws. Step Just, on your you're on my you're, you're on my grass for a second. I could kill you. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They piss on your so lawn. This you is uh, like actually doing stand up comedy. Stand up comedy. Uh, the 29th of this month will be my 
one year anniversary and actually of her producing a show that day. And I, I didn't realize when I started to produce a show that it was going to be on the same day as my first open mic that I ever did a year a year ago, you know, so nice. it's been a year basically. Okay. Cool. And I saw too you're a math you have a master's degree in military history. Yeah, and a master's in business administration as well. Wow. Where do you feel the country's going in terms of being like a superpower? Oh man. Uh I we kinda lost our way. I mean I grew up in the Reagan era. I was mm. a Reagan kid, you know. I was I was like the nerdy kid that wore the, uh, remember Nancy Reagan had the, uh, just say no to drugs thing. Yes. You know? I had a dare shirt. I also had a desert storm sweatshirt. Yeah. So, you know, like, you know, that's like how the eighties and nineties were. Like it was that kind of thing. Mm. And so I remember growing up, like we weren't the most superpowers. The only person that rivaled us was, was Russia. Right. And it was always that, that game. Yes. But, you know, now I don't know, oh, man. Like with, with terrorism, it's it's tough because the world for so long has been army versus army. Like you're an army versus army. We've never had that this on the scale before. Even yeah. since the American Revolution, we were the quote unquote terrorists at that time. Right? Mm. We, we didn't fight the same way. Yes, we we did it. We did so, it dirty. Yeah, yeah. So. Now we're the big we're we're Britain basically. Right? We got we're, lazy, we're yeah. We're the fat lazy one now. Yeah, right. And then we got comfortable with where we are. And then the other thing, I feel like kind of we're kind of the uh, uh, the old lady nosy neighbor who's always in everybody's business. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's why they hate us. A lot of other countries. Yes. Yeah. Well, I remember hearing yeah, even in like high school. I, I remember hearing even in high school that like. Um, the, the terrorist attacks we're getting now, they were going on, you know, back in the 90s in, like, Israel all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And then we've slowly... I mean, you have to think, if you follow if you follow what actually happened, I mean, the, no president is immune from being dirty in any of this. Because okay? mm. I'm not one side or the other at yeah. all. I mean, one president is better than any president because... Reagan got involved. In Even blind stuff. Reagan, the sweet old man, yes, he still he still had a hand in that. Yeah. You know, like, creating all the things that we have now, we created a movie to help. Have you seen Rainbow 3? Like, literally, we did a lot of that stuff. We helped arm them to fight Russians to get them out of Afghanistan. We that stuff. Yes, we've created we've created, we've created the monster. Yes, exactly. Then we then we just turned our back. So that's, that's what I was saying. Like, well, why do they hate us so much? But it's 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 a lot of that. <laughs> we just we just help whoever the lesser of the evils are. Well, yeah, but I mean, we're we're also like everyone's baby daddy at that point, right? Yeah, you come in and get them set up and say, "Here you go, we love you guys." And then we walk away. Like, walk, 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 walk. Why did Daddy never come back? He went out for a pizza. Yeah, I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how now going back to your comedy, James? I did watch a couple of your clips. I loved your uh, incorrect text joke because I, as I watched that a couple months ago, I texted my friend Mike like 20 hearts that I meant to send to my girlfriend. So Girl. like. <laughs> 
<laughs> you said how you texted your friend, like, I love you, sweetie, or something like that, and then you're not friends anymore. <laughs> yeah, I texted him. I, uh, I texted him, uh, like, you, uh, you make me happy or whatever, or, like, you complete me or whatever, something like that. And he texted back, like, you know, like, I love you type thing. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, not cool. <laughs> and I remember, I remember showing it to my wife and being like, "I don't, I don't know what I did here." And she's like, "You were talking to me and you texted him. What is wrong with you?" <laughs> I was coming back from work real quick and I meant to, I went to message my girlfriend, but I think Mike sent me a text during the break or earlier, so like I just clicked yeah. his text and like, yeah, he got the hearts. <laughs> <laughs> what um, how many kids do you have? I have two. I have two daughters. Oh, I have three sons. Yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of that for me. I I grew up in a me and me and a, I have a half brother from uh, my mom's uh, second marriage. I always have to do the math like in my head, like which which guy was it? Um, but uh, I I just think it was like I was that guy who liked to chase girls and party and stuff, and I. My I was going to say, how's it being, like, outnumbered, like? Well, it's cool. Because, actually, it's, it's cool because they're both daddy's girls. Like, okay. Like, we daddy's girls. Okay. So, it's good. <laughs> that's cool. But what? I'm, like, nervous about the teenage years. Yeah, like, that's what how... my brother-in-law, uh, once his daughter turned that age, like, she, she, they were always fighting. She's always going back to the moms, you know, because he's divorced with his ex-wife, you know. Whenever they get oh. mad and fight, she'd be back there and everything. Like, it's rough on them, I know. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're 10 and 7, so it's like, it's, good, it's a good age. We just took them to New York for the week, and it was amazing because they, like, went to the airport fine. They played on the plane and watched movies. and like You didn't, you didn't have to do anything, really. It's kind of just like... Okay, you're part of the group. Like you're adults and you're hanging out with us and we're going to do stuff, you know. Cool, dude. I saw too. You're a clean comic. Do you, I was going to ask, do you ever go backstage and drop an f bomb, like this this oh, happy yeah. crowd? Yeah, I'm. Okay, so the reason I'm, I'm a clean comic is uh, I started comedy. I had a uh, a pretty good uh, mentor. Uh, Tom, his name's Richie. He's uh, he's the booker for. Uh, for Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank. He's a great guy. And he, the one of the pieces of advice he gave me uh, was, if you work clean, you're going to get more gigs than if you work dirty. Now, Richie, Richie does dirty stuff. He will do dirty stuff, but that was the advice that he gave. Like, if you, the more doors you want to open for yourself, the better you are going to be off. And being clean is the easiest way to do that. Mm. And then some of my favorite comedians, uh, you know, I like Brian Regan. I, I love Dennis say, Regan, his brother. Yeah. Gaskin. Yes. They are. They're clean. They're they're funny. That's what you Brian Regan, you could take your grandmother's see and like you you'd both laugh. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean I also love I know it's gonna sound crazy. I still love old Bill Cosby stuff. Yes, he's yeah. it's great. I if you go back now, like it's still funny. He's he he's was great. Funny. Yes. Yeah. Except for Spanish Fly, right? That one's not funny anymore. Yeah, <laughs> we know what he meant. <laughs> yeah, that one. That one they look at well, in court. from personal experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Wow. When you do a, when you do a show, are all the comedians with you clean as well? I do. I produce my own show that's all clean, but even like places I perform, I don't. I don't expect other comedians to be clean. Like my, I produce my show because there's a big group of people that I know that want clean comedy. I know it's a thing that's wanted because there's not enough of it, honestly. Like, yeah. if you go to the comedy store and see 20 comedians, probably none of them are going to be clean. And mm. don't get me wrong, I love all those guys. I love my, I love Joe Rogan. I love, you know, Tony Hinchcliffe. And I love Louis C.K. And I love, you know, all those kind of guys. They're awesome, mm. but they're not clean. So I couldn't yeah. take my wife to it. I couldn't take, you know, she's, she's, she's that kind of person. She, not that she gets easily offended, but she doesn't like to hear that kind of stuff. For me, I'll listen... I have George Carlin CDs in my car that I listen to every now and then, so I, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Well, that's like when you said you told me you listen to some of our show, I'm like, wow, I'm surprised. Like, we're not a clean show, so I didn't right. know if you would, if that was a good or bad thing, but you, you said you liked it, so I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> Especially when Joni calls in. Yeah, yeah, Pete's what? girlfriend, he, she's, they're estranged. He's got a, a yeah. elderly girlfriend that, that stalks us. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, but I also listen to, like, uh, I listen to Joe Rogan's podcast. I listen to uh, the Verbal Violence podcast, which is, like, the the roast battle. I listen to, you know, a lot of stuff, but I often listen to some some clean podcasts, you know. So, it's just, I listen to a little bit of everything because I'm a pretty open-minded person. Like, I, you you mentioned I have a master's in military history. I have my my undergrad is in history. I I like this everything from everyone's perspective so for me i want to know as much as possible from all different angles because you might have a worldview that i don't have and i like that that's a cool con that's a cool way to be i really like uh rogan's podcast actually because like the way he like approaches stuff he's like he's a smart guy yeah he's he's real smart and he's not like he doesn't take any side side, yeah whether it be political or He's just like he looks. He lays it out. How that was kind of like he had for a short run. He had the uh, supernatural show, like where he was investigating like urban legends on on sci-fi. sci-fi I think yeah. it was. It was really good. But yeah, oh, same yeah. thing. He didn't take any side. Yeah. Like he just presented. He presented you with with what he got. And that's what I love about him too. And if he's wrong on his view or his thought or whatever, he'll call himself on it. Like you don't have to call Joe Rogan out. Joe Rogan's yeah. the guy will step up and go, "Oh no, I'm wrong. I didn't. I didn't know that part of the story. Or, I didn't. I didn't understand that concept or whatever it is." Mm. That's what I love about him. Yeah, he's a really cool dude. What other um, like recent comedians do you really like? Uh, Gerard Carmichael is probably one of my favorites right now. Uh, uh, who have I been watching a lot? Uh, Dwayne Perkins. You got, you got to see Dwayne Perkins' special on Netflix. It's hilarious. I don't think so. I've seen him. I'll have to check him out. No, he's so funny. He's going to be on my show uh, in, I want to say it's the December show. But he was one person that I like. You know you get like a wish list of people you want to work with? Oh, yeah. And I, and I was like, I wonder if I can get him to work with me. Like, can I do it? And I just kind of hit him up on Twitter. Like, hey. I have this idea. What do you think? And he was like, "Yeah, I'm in." Like, oh my gosh, that's 
how's it happen. So that's cool. cool. Wow, dude. Congratulations. Um, I was going to ask too, do you have a uh, podcast? Are you working on one or do you have one out? I started one. I started one. And one of my goals, uh, when I, for this year, I always do have something going every month that I want to accomplish. And a podcast is one of them. And what I really want to do, I mean, I do want to do stand up, but one of the things I really want to do is write for late night television, like Conan or Seth Meyer or something like that, those kind of shows. And so I was doing like a short three to five minute thing where I wrote, you know, monologue style jokes and performed them myself and then just put them out there. And uh, unfortunately, I found I don't have, in order to, to, to perform right now at the level I need to get to, trying to do that and write jokes and constantly perform and produce a show, it's just, right now it's too much. So probably, probably I'll pick it back up in January, um, but right now it's just something I just couldn't do. Mm. I, did, I think I did three or four episodes, and then I kind of left it. They're all on YouTube and stuff. <clears throat> and I got good feedback, but yeah. Cool, cool. I don't know how you guys do it. Like, a <laughs> long show you guys Yeah. Have. I'm not gonna lie, I'm like falling asleep. S- right Sim's now. very, very sleepy right now. I can see <laughs> he's eating chicken. And, he was eating chicken like, and falling asleep. Chicken I, uh, was running down the side of his face. <laughs> well, I also work. I work an overnight job, and this is my first day. Yeah, off, so he worked I, like last night. I sleep for like four hours, four or five oh. hours. Wake up and do the show. It's rough. You are a trooper. You're a soldier, man. That's <laughs> I tell him all the time he needs like a coke habit or something. Like. Yeah, probably. That would probably help. <laughs> Methamphetamine. I was gonna say that's the other uh, intern, Pete. He's running, uh, James. He's running for president under the name the Slamborghini, and he has a big, a big plan on the meth, the meth addicts in our country. And uh, what is that? It's, you wanna, you wanna get their teeth and like put them in a mayonnaise jar? Put them in the, uh, put them in a blender. And uh, and feed them to meth heads. Yeah, put it, feed them the like methods. a like a teeth like a tooth mayonnaise smoothie. He really he really oh, likes. Oh, we put executed prisoners. <laughs> into that we feed it to meth. Who are you leaning towards in the in the presidential presidential race, or is there anybody? Oh man, you know, this I feel like this is a year to write in Mickey Mouse. You know what I'm saying like this is just yes. That's why I'm writing so in Lamborghini. Dude, it's it's, it's terrible. Like, I, I just it's it's just a joke. It just seems like a total fucking farce at this point. Like, both of them are just so ridiculous. Yeah. I, I like that. Uh, who was it? Um, oh, who Colin Powell just called Trump like a complete a complete atrocity, like a complete joke. And it's just true, man. He just says anything that he thinks is gonna get him a rating. Yeah, I mean, he knows how to work. This is the one thing I'll say about it. He knows how to work the media. He yes. knows how to give, give them that little bit that they'll chop up and jump on. So here, of course, he's going to get all the media time. People are complaining, like, oh, it's got too much media time. Because you let him say crazy stuff. Yeah. And we all want to hear it so you can talk about it. I, and I don't get either. Like, I, I don't get his thing, though. I just saw that he just admitted that Obama was born in the States. Like, why would you do that? Because that's, you know, then you just backtracked. Yeah, and I just saw last week that he admitted that, yeah, Obama was born in the States, and that, that hurt him. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, there's all the people who are like, well, his name is Hussein. I think he's a terrorist. Yeah, that's who Trump's <laughs> going for. <laughs> that's yeah, his vote, of I mean, course. 
I mean, I like some of the stuff he stands for. I I hate Hillary, but I just I I don't. I don't know. I'm 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 straight up. I'm I am gonna vote for Trump because yeah. I just think that Hillary's like the fucking oh she's devil, a devil man. She's, she's like like at this point, I would vote for Satan himself over Hillary. Right. <laughs> That's basically Satan, what you're voting for if with Satan her. Satan himself was running. I would run, I would vote for him. And she's just right. gonna keep what the other guy had in place. Obama Obama's the worst president ever. Yeah. She's not gonna. You know, it takes. I think my dad told me. Like, when a president like Carter does something, it takes, like, two terms of another president to reverse that yeah. stuff. So, you know, Hillary's not going to reverse anything no, Obama's did. So, just gonna, it's just going to be business as usual. She's going to run it even yeah. further into the ground. Yeah. Where, I don't know. The thing is, it's like, uh, it's like, it's, it's not a vote for Hillary, it's a vote against Hillary. It's not like you're voting, you want to vote for Trump because... You 100% agree with whatever you want, but it's definitely one of those things where it's like, well, I don't want Hillary, so yes. that's not option C. If that's what it is. C, maybe I'd be open. Like if it was Bernie Sanders, I was pretty open to Bernie Sanders. I know he's not going to be able to give everyone free college and all the other kind of cool stuff that he like promised millennials. But yeah, he, he was at least trying to fire people up, and I thought that was a good thing to get rid of. The two-party system. He tried to, sh to shake it up a thing, little bit, which I can respect. The thing yeah. that freaked me out about him was his blatant, like, socialism. Like, yeah. That's, like, that's what... Because he had some great ideas. He had some good, like, running points. Mm. But his, yeah. like, economic policies are just just horrible, I think. I just want to... I, I want to get, you know, whoever's going to take us to the bottom the fastest like i just want to see just mushroom clouds everywhere and i think trump is going to bring us there so he's got my vote oh hillary could too <laughs> oh hillary it would just be a slow well that like, would be the slow yeah we talked to like our buddy slow, brian like rotting <laughs> painful yes. suffering <laughs> yeah like that's the slow death i want the fast the fast fucking just one. end it like... and i think trump's bringing us there yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can I can see that it's it's so difficult, and then social media makes it difficult too because you're like, well, this person has a good point, or this person has a good point, you know. But it's like, if there really was someone else, it would. I wish they would just show up and go, hey, you know what? Don't don't worry about these two dummies. Like I I got you, you know. But there's nobody. And the other thing is, nobody. There, it doesn't matter. Either way, no matter who we vote for, yes, because we still have all the same idiots in Congress. Yep, and they're yeah. just going to do all the same stupid. Stuff. I say vote for alien overlords. I mean, that's pretty much the best we can hope for. <laughs> the best we can hope for is <laughs> an alien overlord at this Free point. Free Zenu. <laughs> James, we have to wrap this up, dude. But where can everybody find you? Uh, I am on Twitter at uh, at James. E. Krebson. I have a website, jamescrebson.com. I have my uh, monthly clean comedy show called The Clean Comedy Hour. It's every month at Flappers uh, Comedy Club in Burbank, California. And then I'm working on trying to get some stuff together to go tour. I did some, uh, some shows at uh, Broadway Comedy Club in New York. And uh, I did the uh, Danger Fields Comedy Club in New York. So shout out to those guys. It was awesome for them to let me come out there. But I'm working on trying to do more and more stuff to get out there and promote clean comedy. Uh, just And comedy in general, really. Awesome, dude. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming on.
Bro, have a good one, man. All right, have a good one. Later, dude. All right. I took my phone off the internet. Maybe I thought maybe it was like making it slow, but I, I don't know. I don't know what the hell is going on time with Skype. It's but that's how it's Skype not too is. bad. It's just skipping here yeah. and there, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think it was the shadiest during that interview, but I mean that's sometimes it's like that. Like I've even heard other shows like that. that. Yeah, yeah, it could just be Skype. Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee, and I don't have VD. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Robin Slim Show, we are back. Um, We're back with Chris Young. Yes, how are you guys tonight? Good. No problem. Thanks for coming on, dude. Uh, Chris, you're a comedian from uh, Michigan? Yeah, this is a couple of miles from a house in the Bird Hill, Michigan, just outside of Hell, about two miles from now. So. I can't believe there's a town called Hell, Michigan. Maybe that's why the Skype's acting up tonight. Maybe yeah, Satan have... is <laughs> fucking with us. Yeah, it's crazy. Man. <laughs> that's uh, I got a lot, a lot of my gigs I have to go through Hell to get to, right? So. <laughs> like, who would move there? Like, is there a big population? No. Oh, no, not a big population all there's a ice cream shop a bar and a little a little convenience party store so that's about uh that's about it i can and, see and satan all three, running, yeah all three of those owners are part of the satan cult that runs in i was gonna town. say i could totally see <laughs> satan running any one of those yeah right he's uh makes his appearance and then and bugs out to spend his money right so is that where um my, who's the guy that makes the the fat guy that makes the sweet documentaries uh, oh, Michael, Michael Moore. Moore is that where Michael Moore's from? <laughs> Michigan. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little, a little north of there, but uh, some people claim he is that guy you were just talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he owns that party store. He's a real bag of garbage, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's got a half a piece. Yeah, of I haven't, stuff I haven't seen him there lately, but uh, I haven't looked. So <laughs> <laughs> I would not be looking for him. What? Um, how's the comedy scene in Michigan? Um, we've had our, our ups and downs like everything. There's uh, lots of lots of one-nighters, lots of uh, kind of independent rooms. As far as clubs, we're, we're down to just a couple um, long-standers, uh, one of them being the the legendary Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle um, in the Detroit area where a lot of guys like Tim Allen, Dave Coulier, and things like that came up. Wow. Um, and we have one of on the, on the western side of the state called, called Dr. Grins, which is a, um, you know, a, a newer, in the last 20 years, or 15 years club. And uh, they have national acts as well. So, what, um, um, <clears throat> How long have you been doing it for? Um, this is about my 11th year. So uh, kind of not... Still, I haven't made the the total full time jump, but um, starting to to you know make a little headway where I'm um, headlining quite a bit of stuff and definitely you know opening and and running some shows here and there. So cool, yeah. I, I listened to a couple of your clips, man. Your sets are good. Your sets are real solid. Thank you, I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I heard uh, your your last guest. I was trying to catch. He said these. Uh, um, you know, kind of targeted a, a clean audience. I, I kind of can do anything from uh, did a church last Friday night to a uh, was in Cleveland over the weekend at a uh, the German beer hall. You know, headlining that. Um, so I think funny's funny, man. You, mm. you, whatever whatever version of funny you can put out there is is funny, whether um, it's clean or you know or on the line. But I think 
Um, if your stuff's funny, it, it can play everywhere. Yeah, we couldn't. We're scumbags. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know though. I, I think I think that is that's. I think that's a talent in itself to be able to adapt to a different. A different right, crowd. Yeah. Like I, I like to hear guys say they do that. Like some people are like, "Oh, that's a sellout," but no, dude, you're gonna get more work. Like why wouldn't why wouldn't you do that? No, why wouldn't you? I mean, it, everyone kind of yeah. Oh, I only do you know the club scene. Well, um, you know sometimes the club scene doesn't pay as well as a, a afternoon corporate gig that hmm. um, pays you know double what you make on a club in a, a whole weekend for one show. So yeah. if you're at all you know smart in business you would definitely try and yeah. write a, a, enough of a, a set to to be you know at least marketable to those people yeah so, well that's like um, the, the guy i mentioned earlier john peasy he's a vent ventriloquist and a comedian and he oh. goes, he does anything from kid shows you know to like you said to to uh regular regular comedy hall or anything any churches i think he said too yeah, and, and you know, I, as far as it goes, I've done shows where there's little kids in the audience. That, you know, I'm not a, not opposed to doing that, not uncomfortable doing that. But just like everything else, I don't think that's the the place totally for kids because you know, there's not a puppet, not a balloon animal. Mm, right. Exactly. Um, it's just sort of comedy. Now I know some guys that do a real great job with some of those things, but you know, that's a, a traditional like kid. They're not they're not going to get you know eighty. 85%, 90% of the stuff. And then you mm. should try and bring some kid jokes just to fill in that hole. But uh, the majority's painted at their parents. So. Yeah, yeah. What would you say? What about this Minecraft, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think even just like somebody just talking is kind of boring to a kid. Yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. An adult is boring to a kid, right? Anytime I'm talking to my daughter, I'm not you know, setting myself on fire or buying or something, I think I'm boring to it. <laughs> I mean, I, I remember not actually understanding and getting into comedy till I was like 12. That's like right. when you first start discovering it. I think in high school, maybe, like junior or senior year, I started, you know, my buddy Dave, he would, you know, he'd have like a Dr. Dirty cassette or something. <laughs> Dr. Yeah. Dirty. John Volby, man, a yeah. legend. Of, yeah. Oh, uh, Dr. Dirty stuff is yeah, but see, yeah, I think you have to. Comics come at that from that different. We're looking for different humor. Some people listen to like, you know, old rock and roll or, or whatever albums. I did a little bit of that. But man, I was I used to hole up and listen to old Cosby, Pryor. Uh, I had Cheech and Chong, man, greatest hit, memorized. I, I still some days when I'm in school just want to break out with Sister Mary Elephant and kind of. You know, date myself, I guess. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Then I had it, you know, forwards and backwards. And I think that's comics come at things from a little bit different way of what we're, what we find funny. And I still, man, I know as a kid, I would find stuff, you know, people would, would say funny if you go watch a play there was, or things like Blazing Saddles and things like that. that a lot of the kids weren't beginning. I was getting that humor that those guys were writing at that time. So. That's cool, man. What uh, do you feel like comedy is, is going to die eventually? Like, it just seems like we've gotten so PC in this country. Like, comedy, comedians are like the last of the free speakers, I think. But, like, it even seems like that's going to come to an end someday. I think it's going to be, I don't know if you've ever, um, you know, seen the kind of thing, the Ray Bradbury Fahrenheit uh, 451. Yeah. Like, 
in the end, those people that were the free thinkers found that utopia, read books and and exercise their sort of creative and, and stuff. I think that's that's what's going to be, man. There's always going to be a, people wanting to or, or, or needing to find a way to get out and whatever, excuse me, whatever the consequence. And I think um, the rest of the world yeah, is going to be, be like back. Mad Max. It's going to be like Mad Max, and there's going to be like one one city. Yeah, right. I want to. I want to be the Thor helmet dude that I'm Mad Max with the no shirt and sleeves on and stuff like that. So, Welcome to Thunderdome. I just want a spiked vehicle with like a shark's mouth on it. That's all I want. <laughs> there you go. Playing the I'm going to be blown up in like the first scene, like the the, the missile, whatever, the, the RPG just blows me up. But I want to be in that sweet car. For... I fucking love Mad Max. <laughs> That's right, yeah. It's all about the car, man. So. Yeah. I, I think that's coming. No, I think that's one of uh, the next presidential, like, the laws is going to be. I think once one of them gets in, it's going to be Mad Max. Yeah, right, for sure. And, and I, I mean, I've heard a lot of pushback right now on this uh, autonomous kind of Uber cars and things like that. Oh. And I, I just wonder if I, I call one of those, you know, I've been out drinking for the night or something, and it gets in an accident, that car by itself. Am I responsible because I was the idiot that called in the first place? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> My Tesla. No. Yeah, right. I mean, I, I'm not responsible. Even though the Uber's driving itself, I call them, so that'd be my luck, man. They take me in for the DUI. So. <laughs> Get a drunk Lyft driver. That's what our intern does after the show. Yeah, so. yeah right. That's what, he's the driver drunk, right? There you go. I think as a comic, though, man, I think I'm looking at that autonomous kind of self-driving car as a cool thing because I can, you know, we do a lot of driving and a lot of boring nights in home. I'll just sit in the car and, and punch in and, and uh, you know, Facebook my way home or, or something. So. I want to know when the Jetson car is coming, the one that fucking shaves you and showers you and, like, gives you coffee. <laughs> yeah. That's a cool one. And it, yeah. and it turns into it a briefcase. Goes, it, all goes bad. it all goes bad for a castration scene, right? <laughs> it just yeah, closes in on you. That's what it, <laughs> right it on your junk. Pitches your bag off. Right. <laughs> That's standing, a cloche. That is a cloche. You're standing too close to it as it folds. <laughs> it folds into the briefcase and you just lost a ball. Yeah. That sucks. Tesla's gonna pay for that one. <laughs> That's right, man. So it's uh it's all coming, though. It's coming quick. So I, I'm wondering, um, and I said this a few years ago, that, you know, my, my crappy road gigs, I'm going to start Skyping. And I think that we're getting that way. So sooner or later, I'll just be able to stand in my in my living room on my, you know, make-believe stage with all my daughter's toys and the dog in the scene and everything else and just and just do it for whoever. So uh, Our friend uh, Jacob, who we talked to earlier, was saying he knows a guy that does open mics through Skype. Yeah. Yeah, it's going. Yep, there. that's uh. I mean, with the uh, with the advent of the internet, you're you're gonna have or or different, you know, like podcasting and and things like that. You're gonna have an audience that can be, be all over the country and you know, sort of uh, like work from home. So the I don't know, it's it's good and bad. Mm. Man, you need a live audience, and, and you're also and just gonna see. You're just gonna see a lot of garbage. Like it's, yeah. it's kind of like the podcast world. You you got to get through like 99 shitty shows to get a good one. Sure, yeah, and it's and you can tell. I mean, um, you know, there's a 
there's still an art to telling jokes. There's an art to interviewing people and, and it's, you know, it, it takes time to build and it takes uh, a commitment mm. to do so. Yes. What, um, what's the craziest thing you've ever seen at a show? Um, the craziest, uh, craziest story I ever have is, uh, I mean, I've seen a lot of kind of weird, you know, like drunk people puking on the table or, um, some, you know, bachelorette parties that are, um, you know, they're the worst, man, at a comedy club, a bachelorette party. There's a bunch of women that get drunk and, and marginally like each other. And you add that in and the comedy club and they won't shut up and there's infighting and you have to, you know, those are at least in my sort of opinion, the hardest people to kind of deal with at a comedy club. But I was doing a, uh, a class reunion show for a 35th class reunion. Wow. And um, so they said, yeah. So, I'm, you know, I was still fairly um, green at all this and thought, all right, it's, it's stage time. Well, I uh, went to the class reunion there having dinner so of course a comic will always take the free dinner if it's if it's available and uh you know and so i have dinner i'm sitting there and they get up and say now we're going to start reading the names of the deceased class members that are no longer with us and this guy stands up and he's got this like bell that he's ringing after every name he goes and john whatever dong and and Jane, you know, and these people aren't with us. And he goes through about six or seven people, oh and rings the bell the last time, and it's still ringing. He goes, and now here's your comedian, Chris Young. Yeah, the only thing I could do is stand up and say, I'm glad he didn't ring a bell after my name, but after <laughs> my set, he probably will have to. So. You should have kept the bell, <laughs> just in yeah, case man, anyone so else drops. Kind of, <laughs> kind of the craziest, uh, and, and it's funny what, what people think comedy can be done and they're just like I, i've had people like yeah just you know we're in the middle of a barn here stand up on this uh a uh, couple of bales of hay and, and just uh go at it so um you know i'm like man i'm you know that's just crazy sometimes what people think uh sort of like the old gladiators go out in the ring and just do it so. <laughs> yeah that's crazy. you can't follow that you can't follow the death pole the death <laughs> pole whatever it is man, oh, man. No. and i'm like wow you know like uh I don't know where to go with that. I'm just like, like you know, I'm just glad he didn't ring the bell after my name. So, <laughs> why the bell? Like that sounds yeah, like an why, excitement or that's something. That's so morbid. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know. They thought they were like ringing the name, you know, like the on the Titanic, they ring the bell or, or something in New York City after the, you know, the the memorial, paying homage, the maybe. things like yeah, that. Yeah, that was respectful. <laughs> I would have rather had an Uga horn or a, a rim shot or something. But, you know, so. or, or just some guy standing behind the Here guy. Here we go. We have it. Thank you, sir. You made my night. <laughs> That's what you need. You should have had something behind him. You should have had one of those, yeah. like a bike one. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so that was kind of one of the weirdest, uh, weirdest things I've seen. Wow. You know, there's always... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I saw a lady one time, um, you know, take her teeth out and set them on the <laughs> bar, and then <laughs> so that's you funny. Know, compete with that. That's that's, that's pure comedy right there. We I used to work in an office like when I, I was out of high school. We had um. I worked for a company that hired mystery shoppers and they would have to mail mm-hmm. in their you know their reports of the store they shopped at. And one time, we opened one of their reports and there was a, pair, a set of dentures in there. And, 
And we called the lady, and she was like, she was like, that's where they are. Her grandchild, as a joke, mailed her dentures to us, and she was in like California. You know, we were in Jersey. Oh, like, wow. that's amazing. Yeah. We mailed them right. I think we next date her dentures right back to her. Do <laughs> <laughs> on this for a while, right? So. <laughs> Oh man, very cool stuff. No, I mean it, that's the thing, man. If you know, everyone says, "Where do you find?" I've had people stand right in my face, you know, that are poster children for where I find my material, and they say, "Where do you find your material?" At? And I said, "I don't know." Some types of standing right in front of me. So. <laughs> do you ever um, use anything like your kids have done in your act? Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, if you're a if you're a parent, they're. Uh, they're definitely a big part of, of life. And, mm. um, my daughter, I have a daughter that's, excuse me, in first grade. And she came home and told me, uh, school just started up here in Michigan, uh, two and a half weeks. She came home and said, you know, dad, I'm, um, I'm the blade out on the playground. I'm teaching the girls how to pole dance on the monkey bar poles. And I said, Oh, that's great, honey. You know, I'm thinking maybe this one, I won't have to have a college. <laughs> my aunt um my my cousin brian when he was in like grade school my aunt used to drink a soda every morning a coke and one day she dropped him off to school and he said mommy are you ever going to stop doing coke in the morning and all the other mothers gave her like the dirtiest looks <laughs> sure man they, they always uh they always find a way to like change the word and, and make it just so it drops and everyone looks at it. yeah. like, you, you know you need to Protective services called on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I asked my daughter, I said, so where do you, where do you learn to practice this at, honey? And she goes, on the poles in grandma's basement. I said, great, now I need therapy for two reasons. So. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that's where Pete learned, right, Pete? Uh, what? Yeah, where you learn yeah, pole right. dancing? <laughs> no, I never. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what, what, yeah, sure. Right, I love too when I, I watch your act, Chris. I loved when you were talking about as a kid, you went sledding, and you had the sweet bread bag. Under the yeah, boot. The, one, the wonder boot. <laughs> for sure. Up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> These kids, they don't do that anymore, yeah, man. No, man, they, they don't know what that's like. like. They've got, you know, they've got, uh, what is the stuff called? They're, they're now thin, insulate and things like that. Right. And, you know, space age stuff. And we had, uh, we had, you know, bread residue as our dude my mom sent me out to sled in a uh in a laundry basket i remember that and it would, it would just get stuck because you know it has like the ridges in the bottom like i would sit sure. in it and that would just press into the snow <laughs> and i wouldn't right. move i would not move never one time it looks like you were making liquor furniture in the snow somewhere <laughs> yeah Never in like fifth grade, we, me and a couple of kids started a poker ring at the lunch table. Wow, Slambo's like, running, running like gambling throwing, rings. We're like he's, throwing in yeah, like cupcakes. He started his umpire young. We're, start, we're throwing in like cupcakes and like the pot and everything, like Twinkies and shit. And then the fucking like teacher comes in sure. and just like screams at us. Just like, flips just the like, table. You, you can't be doing this. Takes our cards away. She took the cards right, yeah, away. That's... And... 
He was having cockfights <laughs> in the middle of the lunchroom. He's like, yeah. look at this chicken I got. This if, you if you would have put her in on the cut, you know, being it would have been all right. But she kept her out of the loop, so she had to shut it down. That's so. it. She wanted a part of it, bro. You should have yeah. been like, look, right. I'll give yeah, you these ring wanted, things. Yeah, yeah the ring She wanted the king dongs or something. So. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You drive a hard bargain here. The devil dogs. Devil dogs. <laughs> What are the ones? Funny bones. Have you ever had funny bones, Chris? What's that? Funny bones. They're called. They're Drake's cakes. Make them, and they are. It's like a chocolate cake with peanut butter inside, bro. It's so good. No, they do sound good, and uh, hopefully, when I get to uh, out east again, I, I've I've been to Atlantic City and things like that, but it's been a, a couple years, and I hope to get back out that way again. Maybe I can hunt them down. Dude, so. do it. Like I remember one time. I woke up at midnight, and I meant to eat one, but I ate the entire box. They're so good. Yeah, they sounded it. You know, anything that's got peanut butter, it's like uh, Reese's, you know, Reese's Cups. And it's amazing that that company is still in business with all the suspect Reese's Cups that I have to search and, and try out at Halloween on my daughter's candy. So it's all <laughs> right? the bad ones they make that I have to eat is amazing. <laughs> that's another thing, man. They Like, even, like, Kids don't trick or treat anymore. I think last year we had like five kids come by my house, dude. They don't even do that anymore. It's like it, people it's probably just... an app to trick or treat. Now. Right. <laughs> They're just afraid of like taking their kids out to do anything. I anymore. wonder too, They're like so that one, that one urban legend you heard as a kid. Somebody put a razor blade in the in the candy bar. Did that ever right, actually right. happen, or was it like just something, just something that spiraled? Like, yeah, I, I see people around here. Now, like several churches and and uh, like city halls and stuff, doing like trunk or treat. Trunk or treat, yes. You you would think though. Yeah, like... I try and shop in my a white panel van, you know, and no windows on it, and yeah. palm shooting. Come on, get the candy out of the van. I wonder how that'd go over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's so lazy. You just bring your kid and they just grab candy out of a trunk, like with the razor. The, going back to the razor thing, you would think if that was a true story, there would have been some guy that got his his just face just caved in by just, an angry parent. Yeah, you know? like. Fucked like there would there be like a huge like rise in assaults, you yeah. know? Because I I can yeah. tell you if I found an, a razor in my kids, I had a kid that had a razor in his apple. I'd fucking find the guy that gave it to him. I would burn down every house the, the kid went to. Shit out of him. What is know? that, like, Slim? Pins and needles and candy. True. It's true. It's true. It really happened. Like yeah. what? Once in the sixties or seventies? <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna read the whole thing. I'll oh, actually you can't it. really read, Chris. That's... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, let's not let's not bring facts into a good uh, discussion. Right? <laughs> I know that's kind of like a presidential debate. We don't want to bring any facts into this debate because then we would, uh, you know, we would look pretty stupid. So. <laughs> yeah. What did it say? It actually did happen, though, dude. Yeah, it says. Uh, wow. It's documented that it has happened. Uh, began in 1967. <laughs> Of course. But like I'm saying, it couldn't have happened that much. Because I trick-or-treated all this time as a kid. I never had a problem. No. Never had a problem. Somebody no, did. I didn't see very many kids that couldn't stick their tongue out at me. So they didn't <laughs> obviously bite, you know, cut their tongue off on that apple. So. And I kind of think it's worth the risk. Yeah. Those candies are good, bro. <laughs> and you don't eat the apple anyway. You don't want yeah. the apple 
or the yeah, fucking what's the other one? Or the banana, the or the... sugar daddy, yeah. or the, the the clown of pennies? Do they still do that? The pennies wrapped in like tissue paper that's made to look like a ghost. The ghost pennies. Yeah, yeah. What is that? Right, shit? right. <laughs> For sure. And then now it's like you know, I mean, if someone you have to have, oh, does it have you know, is it gluten free? Will it <laughs> do this? It, look, it's it's hex. Chris, we have to wrap this up, dude, but where can everybody find you? Yeah. You can find me at ChrisYoungComic.com. Um, also on Facebook and Twitter, and I, I definitely appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun, guys. Thank you so much. Dude, thank you. No You're awesome, man. man. Later, bro. Have a good one, guys, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you soon. Excellent. Right, have a good one. Have a good one. All right, thank you. Bye. Look, Bye, dude. Yo, I'm going to restart the Skype. Yeah, it's really, a, yeah, look it really at uh, that. Look, it says, hold on. Pete, it says, outrage was so strong in New Jersey that the state passed a law <sighs> shortly before Halloween 1968 mandating prison terms for those called booby-trapping apples. This did not forestall the d discovery of 13 more apples with razor blades that year. Ooh. In wow. five New Jersey look, counties. Look into it, though. Like, was there, like, a rise in physical assaults after that? Like, of ang really you know, happened. like, yeah. angry? Yeah, I don't know. I, dude, I always but, thought it was, like, maybe one incident ever. Because like, I would keep track of where that apple came from, right? Yeah, dude. And if I found that razor, I'd go back to the guy's house, knock on his door, and I'd fucking shove the apple in his throat, you know? Right. Love, dude. All right, guys, we're going on break. We'll be back. Yeah. Thanks. I didn't know we were still on. Yeah, dude, I really thought... Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee. And when I'm not avoiding strangers' eye contact on the subways of New York City, I'm listening to The Robin Slim Show. That's actually a really good song. Yeah, that is a good song. Robin Slim Show, we are back with Nick and Justin, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, Skype has been so crappy tonight, guys. I reset it. I was hoping that would fix it, but it's like... It's it's gar it's garbly sometimes. But Nick and Justin, you are from the Epic Film Guys podcast. Yes. Cool. Dude. How I long like you... to think so. I kind of <laughs> think so. I'm not sure. <laughs> How long have you guys been doing it for? Shit, what are we at? Over a year now. We're at episode sixty-four, coming out tomorrow. So yeah, just over a year. Can you give us a little preview of tomorrow's show? We talk about almost nothing. <laughs> it's, it's basically, it's basically It's like our for show. A solid forty-five to fifty minutes. Nice. And uh, do you guys yeah. are you guys going to review yeah. Corey Feldman's new music video? I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, I'll have to. Yeah, send I knew it was you a thing. You knew. I'm in, I'm in support of Feldman, so I'm all about that. I hope that comes out soon. And they have t-shirts. I hope they do a tour. I'm all about Corey Feldman, dude. <laughs> I want him to have, yeah. like, fireworks in his gloves. Like, that would be the next step up. Like, I, hope he, I hope he covers uh, <laughs> Goonies. Goonies are good enough. <laughs> <laughs> How did you guys meet? Are you guys, like, in the same vicinity? Are you guys in the same city? No. No. I'm actually outside of Washington, D.C., and Nick is in up in New York. We met many, many years ago um, at a debt collecting job. We've known each other for, what, Nick, what, eight, nine years now? Yeah, quite a while. 
Wow, now, yeah. Wow. So we worked two different separate jobs together. We did an insurance job together, though we did a debt collecting job together. And um, I moved down near D.C. about a year and a half, well, two years ago, actually. It'll be two years in November. So we've been doing Epic Film Guys as far as, like, a, a review show or a video review show in general for a couple of years. But we just started making it a podcast. Um, yeah, like Nick said, it was over a year ago. We just... We missed the dynamic that we had doing stuff together. We were trying to do video reviews separately, or doing Nick was doing written reviews, and so we just decided, fuck it, let's just do a podcast, and that, that's what we decided to do. Cool. And what what do you guys um what do you do it uh, every week? Yeah, weekly, every Thursday. Cool. What do, what sets you guys apart from like the other like film podcasts? Oh Jesus! You know I, I'm. Hey, I want oh, to tell God. you something. Hey, listen. They like to call me. They like to call me the hopster. I just epic film guys show, and I like to come out once in a while. I like to drink PBR, and a couple times a week, someone will give me a change to eat a couple double cheeses at McDonald's. I'm the, I'm the reason why the show is so successful. Nice. So I just wanted to come on, and maybe I could be. Be a part of your show someday. I don't know. I just want to get as many double cheese and PBRs as I can. This right here. This is this is what sets us apart. <laughs> random, <laughs> random characters that come out of Justin's fucking brain. I have, I have no idea where he comes up with all this shit. I'm sorry, dude. That was. I'm sorry. That was uncalled for. I apologize. <laughs> Not I have at no all. idea how he comes out like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have one where uh, every time I go to the bathroom, this one guy calls in. His name is Frankie Tube Snakes, yeah. and I've never gotten to speak to him, but Slim and Pete do, and <laughs> yeah, he's quite the prankster. Quite the character, too. Very interesting guy. Has a very interesting life. We also get the uh, Indian Chief of Wapaho. We and... have, uh, yeah, we also have uh, Pete's 80 something year old uh, love interest. Her name is Joni. She called earlier tonight. Um, there's uh, Morgan, a couple other guys. Morgan, Morgan Freeman called one yes, time. Yes. We right. contacted Whoa. Macho Man Randy Savage from <laughs> yeah. Beyond the Grid. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, too, a whole different show will sit in with us. And one is a, a retired special ed teacher, and one of them is his ex-student slash life mate. And they've kind of taken over here and there. Yeah. It's, it sounds it's, almost exactly like our show. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> nice. And, you know, I would say, we focus on the films, and we're passionate about film, absolutely. But we want to provide a, a bigger experience, I would say. Yeah. For listeners, cool. to let them really into our world, to have a shitload of fun. I mm. mean, you can get a, a movie review anywhere, but if you can get, you know, if you can laugh your ass off at, you know, Justin talking about eating a couple of double cheese outside of a dumpster somewhere, then, <laughs> then hey. I've always you know, looked at it. It's almost like a bar discussion. You know, you yeah. and your buddies, you go to see a movie, and after you see a movie, you're going to beers and you just bullshit about it you just talk about the movie what you think about it and that's how we've always kind of approached it because that's what we used to do and people yes. would always be around us and hear us talking and it kind of came up someone was like you guys should like do that and like record it or something cool. so that's the way that i've always approached it just us that we do we sit down we drink beer we talk about beer and talk about movies and whatever comes to Line. You we guys don't hold back oh. our opinions either. We just don't give a fuck. Nice, that's cool. That's what we're gonna <laughs> yeah. do. You guys okay. just just brought no back fuck. a memory for me from when I was a kid. My dad took me took me to see a movie. I don't even remember what it was. It might have been one of the Rockies, but as we got 
as we were parking at the movie theater, there was a fat Italian guy eating a sandwich and taking a piss on the tire of his car. It was, <laughs> it was the fucking funniest thing. <laughs> what the hell was Stallone doing at the same theater? <laughs> that's a He was eating a fucking hoagie and pissing on his, his car tire. It was fantastic. <laughs> what um what movies from the summer, if any, did you guys really like? <laughs> Nick, I'll put it to you, Nick. Go for it, buddy. None. Wow. The, the, the nice guys. The nice guys was the best movie of the summer, I believe, on both of our lists. Actually, yeah, was both our number ones. I myself actually loved Don't Breathe. I don't know if you guys heard of that. It was the home invasion thriller. I wanted to see that. I wanted to see that. Yeah, one. yeah. I I took my kids, dude. I wanted to take my kids to see the new Turtles, but it was out of theaters. We saw Independence Day. It was good for what it was. Like I said, I, I took my my sons uh. to see it. It was. <laughs> It was okay, but I really didn't think... On a scale of one to you basically could light a fire in your mouth, how drunk were you? <laughs> Actually, none. None drunk. But, like I said, I, I, I took yeah. my sons. There was nothing else out at the time, so it was like it was okay for what it was. But there was nothing. That was the best of... of that was the, the, the turd that was floating highest in the toilet. They... There's nothing there was, original. That's there was a perfect the perfect uh, metaphor for this entire summer, right? There was the one other yeah, movie, movie. Yeah. Um, B, big, big. What's it? The, the what, what's the one Spielberg did? Big Happy Giant or some oh, shit? Yeah, like uh, the BFG. Or yes, the yeah, BFG. Which unfortunately, that and, uh, didn't do that well critically either. Which is kind of it really sucks. Cause I love Spielberg, but you know it is what it is. We. Filmmakers don't always make quality films, and not all of them make films that everybody loves, so mm. is what it is. What about uh, Star Trek? Did you guys see that? Because I have been a fan of the other uh, reboots. I, I, I Yeah, we we both saw that. Nick, Nick, why don't you tell him, you were a little, little bit more disappointed with it than I was. Actually, I think you had a problem with it, a major problem with it, <laughs> if I remember. The villain in the film is defeated by the power of the Beastie Boys. That's all you need to fucking know. Wow! <laughs> you find out Captain Kirk is a big Beastie Boys fan. Oh, that doesn't get any better wow. than that. That's going to be a good movie. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, no, it was... I... I was extremely disappointed by the movie. I think I rated it like a five out of ten. Wow! In the end, I enjoyed it a lot more than I. I gave it a seven out of ten. It was yeah. definitely a fun time with the movie. It's a, it's a summer movie. It delivered what you'd expect. And knowing that J.J. Abrams left after his second film, there's a really large amount of anticipation and expectation for fans as to you know how good this movie was going to be. Oh. Um, you know, we had Justin Lin stepping in, who had done the Fast and Furious, a couple of Fast and Furious movies, which doesn't really ring the bell of Star Trek immediately. No. Kind of like, really? I didn't know Abrams left. Star Trek, I... but he, I think... I actually I think he did a good job of it though. It's yeah, in the long run. I love the first two. I really enjoyed the first yeah, two. I, I, I agree. I, I thought the I thought it was an alright movie. I the, I think one of its saving graces was that Simon Pegg, the the guy that plays Scotty, yes. actually did the script for it. Oh okay. And he understood yeah, the script, yeah. Yeah, he understood. I understands. think that was a double edged sword though, because while it had a lot of great elements that he obviously scripted into it, he also scripted way too much fucking screen time. Yeah, Scotty. <laughs> never has Scotty been more relevant to anything Star Trek ever. He should have renamed himself Scotty Too Hotty. Probably part of his deal. 
<laughs> fucking Scotty. Oh man, now no, I'm glad I didn't go to the theaters. Um, what are what movies from the winter are you guys looking forward to, if any? Star Wars. Which me and Nick have both agreed upon. It should it should be Star Wars Rogue One. It is it shouldn't be named Rogue One a Star Wars story. No guys tell me. Does that Fucking sound like catching catching to you? Sounds Rogue a little one a Star Wars story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but did you guys like the uh the, the last one that came out? No. I loved well, it. I loved it. Sort of. I love it. Was it. All right. Yeah, I like it. I, I, yeah. I feel they retold it and recaptured it yeah, uh, amazingly. Yeah, it felt like Except for a C-3PO's red arm just really pissed me off. That like, was kind of like <laughs> unnecessary. But the movie, well, I thought, I, I fucking loved it. I fucking loved it. I think yeah. they did a great job of capturing the feeling of Star Wars and everything like that again, but... If I wanted to fucking watch A New Hope, I'd just pop a Blu-ray in at home and watch A New Hope. I didn't need J.J. Abrams to fucking remake it See, for me with Fire. I like that, that it wasn't too far with, like, special effects. It seemed like you were watching, like, an older... I liked that about it. And yeah. I, I just... I liked it. I thought it I thought good. it meshed well with yeah. the rest of the saga. But it was... It, it felt was... more organic. I'll definitely give it that than the prequels. It, it, it took a step back in time, which I loved, and that's, I think, what fans needed. Yes. Wanted after the prequels. Now, make no mistake... Nick and I are somewhat defenders of the prequels. If you go back and listen to some of our episodes uh, I, leading up to The Force Awakens, we described it in depth. I agree. Certain elements of the prequels are really good. I I, I enjoyed uh, them. I think it's become so popular to hate them. I liked yeah. um I liked Revenge of the Sith. That that was out yeah, of all out of oh, all I the prequels. I thought that was my a good prequel. movie. Was that the second or third? That was the, la- the, the last. The last one. one. Yeah, yeah dude. Uh, yeah. That yeah. Was the Revenge of the yeah. Sith was great. Um, the guy that played the Emperor, Ian Mc. What's his name? Ian McDiarmid or something like that? Ian McDiarmid. Yeah, yep. yeah. That great actor. Yeah. That guy, that guy nailed it. I yeah. thought Yoda was going to suck fighting, but that was yeah. fucking cool, too. That Yoda was badass. He was just as powerful Even as Even though the that film has, like, the worst dialogue delivery out of all the out of the brief range. <laughs> I liked... Look at, the next, I like the Clone well, Wars. Like A lot of people hate that. I don't know. I thought the uh, Phantom Menace had the worst delivery. Like, I just, it was kind of like... The first one. Yeah. Yeah, you know, dude, I, I hated the first and one. And I feel like uh, Darth Maul was like a wasted character. Yeah. Like, done so much oh, more. You, you and everybody else, man. You and everybody else in the entire world, man. <laughs> We're all hoping and waiting that somehow they're going to resurrect that character, bring him back to the future. Well, there you have. He's already been resurrected in the... Um, in the... I think it's the Rebels cartoon show, yeah. which is canon in the universe. But I'm talking about bring it back in the new movies, man. I don't even give a shit. Make Snoke start small and have him bring out the double state. Or even make him one of the Knights of Ren. I don't even care. I'm fine with that. Nice. The Phantom Menace sucked for two simple words, and it's Jake Lloyd. I did that. It, it, I don't necessarily entirely blame that fucking kid. I, I think that Lucas just is a terrible actor's director. He just does not know how to direct actors. What's that? And, you know, he gave that, that kid some of the shittiest dialogue and wrote him some of the most contrived bullshit. He's, like when he accidentally flies the fucking ship into the droid control ship and blows it up by fucking accident. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, yeah, they definitely oh, got him going. God. You got him going. This might be in a new edition of Nick's rant on your show, man. I'm telling you. He likes to do this. He just goes off the wall. Just be prepared. Nick, it's basically an excuse for me to say fuck a lot more and get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Jerk. Sure. 
Are you the guys that think Kill Bill was a chick flick? Because I saw in the Potter family. Oh, that was in from now that I'm older. Okay, because I was gonna say, like, Definitely dude, not. it is not. I guess yeah, in in flick. story maybe, but no, dude. It's, when somebody's getting their head. Jesus Christ, it's not a chick flick. No. It's the farthest fucking thing from a chick flick. Right? There was somebody in Potter family I, I saw. Somebody made a good distinction of it. Somebody the... somebody made a point that. It's a female empowerment film, definitely. Yes. Absolutely. And there is a love story. There is a love story you can't deny, but it is not a chick flick. Yeah, no, absolutely not. If one, it's a tranny flick, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a chick with balls flick. No chick flick. No chick flick has the line, my name's Buck and I love to f Right? No. Yeah. <laughs> that was very Tarantino y. Even the last just... the last scene between Bill and Uma, whatever her name was, he was like, you know, you are you're, you're sometimes you're a real fucking cunt. And that was just the best line. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, right after she killed the him. word cunt in the strip. <laughs> yeah. And pussy wagon. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I love like Tarantino, but like the hateful eight I was really disappointed. I didn't with. see it. It man. was like a play. So dude. Disappointed. It was, it was just, like, I thought it was fantastic. Fantastic. I mean, oh, I love a, that a level of expectation coming from Tarantino, especially after Django, which I thought was amazing. Yeah, I, I will Django say, was amazing, yeah. I yes. will say, did you see the film just in a normal theater, or did you catch the Roadshow presentation in its three-hour format? No, just the normal theater. Is where, where yeah, see, that, and that's it. the experience that, that I would guarantee you, well, you might, I don't know, but it, the three-hour format, they put a break in the middle where they just play and you know, Morricone's score, which is brilliant, and there's just, it, it's so much better. Oscar winning. The Oscar winning score, yeah. It, it, oh, man, I loved that movie, and seeing it in that roadshow format, just that 70 millimeter, like, some of the cinematography in that is breathtaking. Cool. Oh, I can totally understand, though, that, you know, coming off of Django and some of other Tarantino films, it's definitely not his best. That's how I felt yeah, about Jackie Brown. I liked or I liked Jackie Brown. I hated Jackie Brown, dude. The, the thing about Jackie Brown, oh, I like Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown's great, man. I haven't revisited it. Got Michael fucking Keaton in it, man. It's, it's based on a book, though. Like, that's the book. I know, it's but like, like not... I saw it in theaters. I was really let down, but I, I haven't seen it since then. So maybe I should go back and revisit it. But I just I felt really let down when I went to see it. It's that. slow, man. It's it's definitely slow, but. But I think that De Niro is fantastic, and yeah. I, I love the cast in that movie. Yeah, the cast was the strong point of that movie, definitely. Yeah. What, what is one of your guys' all-time favorite movies? Oh, oh shit. Batman 89, no fucking question. Wow. Yeah, both of us collectively love the first Batman. Man, so I'm very, very much in that Batman. film, or do quotes from that film, or thing and everything. Never not rub another man's half, rhubarb. Half of our fucking episodes, if not more. <laughs> but that was a great of, one. Side of that, though, I know that I can speak for Nick that Citizen Kane is definitely one of his favorite films. Oh, absolutely. There, buddy. Absolutely. And for me, outside of Batman 89, it's probably got to be John Carpenter's Halloween. Definitely. Nice. Very influential film on me. Nice. I like the thing. That's my favorite John Carpenter. See, I saw that as a kid, though, and I just felt that one was a bit slow for me. I don't know, man. That 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 the concept of that shit that just like takes you over and just, yeah, like, that, that, that it's scary. Like that's, yeah, that's, mm. that's skeevy, man. That's just like. Question is, do you like do you like Hitchcock thrillers? Oh yeah, absolutely. Rear Window. Oh man, 
Psycho. I mean, God, yeah. you, you, the list goes on and on of fucking just great Hitchcock films. Been too, it's been too long since I've seen a Hitchcock. That's film. what I was going to say. It's, been, a long it's time. been too long since I've even watched the original Halloween because the only thing I can think of when I think of it is that god awful fucking shit heap that Rob Zombie made. I don't oh, even think god. Rob Zombie <laughs> wants to think of I like the first one, but the second one I never watched. I heard the second one stunk. The second one's weird. It's definitely out there. It's more of his film, but the dude came in last minute. He didn't want anyone else to do it. He wanted the money for it. He planned on not doing it, and when he did it, he kind of did it half-assed. It's got some really cool imagery in it, but key thing is, it's not a Halloween film. Mm. We'll just leave it at that. I can't speak much about Rob Zombie films, so I'll get really, really angry. <laughs> like, a little, a little bit. A little bit. Uh. <laughs> What movie did you love as a kid that just doesn't hold up to the, you know, the test of time? Who? That's hard. Shit. You know, the majority of films that I love are films that I loved as a kid. Um, and I still kind of love all of them. Um, Nick, I'm going to throw this to you. You have, you have to do this. Like, like, throw it out there, man. Motherfuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> films from when I was... All right, I'll say... Oh fuck! Um, well, you know, I <laughs> and, and there's still guilty pleasures in mine, and I'll still watch them and I'll still enjoy them, uh, especially the second of the two films I'll name because I still love them in in their own certain way. But Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, I was only a teenager when I watched those movies, <laughs> and I thought they were like the best thing ever, <laughs> and, and they really are just terrible fucking movies. But I mean, especially on our podcast, we. We both just still love them. And in fact, when yeah. we went to see the Dark Knight trilogy in IMAX, it's all in one shot. When the Dark Knight Rises came out, me and Justin, there's a video on YouTube of every single Mr. Freeze quote in Batman and Robin. And we sat in the theater playing it over and over and telling all these kids around us that it was the greatest thing we'd ever seen. And, and they, they were like, what the fuck's wrong with you? But I mean, like, it's a terrible movie, but like, you just got to learn to laugh at how stupid. Yeah, I still watch them. Like kids have, all, I think all the Batman's on DVD, and we still watch them over there. Still winter, freeze, freeze in hell, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. The Ice Age. Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> you know, coming off that question, I have to say, I don't think there's one film that I loved as a kid that I think. Now. I um, agree. Even though there's one that I know that sucks, it's one of the worst movies ever. It is, but I love it so much. It's so special to me. Howard the motherfucking duck. I oh, could I never. I, I could, oh, even oh, as a kid, oh, I, I was like, "What is this crap?" Duck titties, man. Duck titties. Wasn't he like play duck, baby? Wasn't he an alien duck? Yeah, uh, a, private investigator. Like, like, what the fuck was <laughs> that? Slim here was like adamant that we watch this movie. <laughs> My friend like, Derek he loves it. <laughs> he bought it on DVD. <laughs> it was really bad. Yeah, oh. he's, he's a Marvel right superhero. She's 12 now, but when I showed it to her, she, I think she was 9 or 10, and she ate it up, and she adored it. She wanted to watch it, like, every single day for weeks. So wow. Like, I get it. I totally get it. See, Ghostbusters, I, I, I love so much. I was in, like, second or third grade. My One of my parents, I think my dad took me first to see it, and then I conned my mother into taking me to see it. I love that shit so much. 
such an iconic movie. We actually did a whole live commentary for that back on episode uh, 54, I think. Did an entire yeah, live commentary of that film. Like, you watched it and made con- That's cool, dude. That is cool. Yeah, yeah, we did a whole live commentary for it. It was, it was a fucking blast. We absolutely loved Nick, it. you know what we should do, man? We should do a commentary for the second film. <laughs> we'll the living hell out of it. The, <laughs> the, the new one or the second, or Ghostbusters 2? I am Weasel. No, 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 the second film. Nick and I both enjoyed the new one. I actually agree with him. It wasn't bad. Really? I, I still have a lot yet. of fun with it. It definitely captured the tone and feel, even more so of the real Ghostbusters cartoon and the <clears> comic books, the, the Ghostbusters comic books, than I think that even the second Ghostbusters film did. Dude, People what was with... Hate what they hate, but I what, liked it. What was with the, the, the Ghostbusters cartoons? Because there was the real Ghostbusters and then there was Ghostbusters. Yeah, Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, like dude, green Ghostbusters or whatever it was, right? Well, what there, was... well, there was a rights issue with that cartoon that was like not related to the Ghostbusters film franchise at all. I don't yeah. know how they got under the you know under the radar and made a cartoon that was just called Ghostbusters that had nothing to do with the movie. I never knew if the there was like a, a pre Ghostbusters. I never knew if there was like an earlier Ghostbusters from that one. Like I always wondered what the fuck that was. Yeah, dude, I have no idea how that even happened, but. That's why they had to name the Ghostbusters cartoon based on the film, you know, the real Ghostbusters. The real Ghostbusters. I remember, I can, yeah. still, I can still remember watching that as like a real little, I must have been like in preschool. Yeah, you must have been, because yeah. I was in like middle school, I'd say. Because I remember there was that like one, that Saturday morning cartoon block, it'd be like, after these messages. We'll be, we'll be right, right yeah, back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that shit. <laughs> we are old. <laughs> and I, I, I'm surprised wah, I remember wah, that wah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, guys, we have to wrap this up. But where can everybody find you? Well, we're hosted over at Podbean, so you can find us at epicfilmguys.podbean.com, epicfilmguys.com. Yeah, www.epicfilmgas.com. Again, that's www.epicfilmgas.com. Nice. <laughs> and that's all social media, all podcatchers, pretty much anything and everything out there. Just search Epic Film Guys and you'll find us. Google Epic Film Guys. We're like the first, I don't know, few pages of results. We're everywhere. You can find us and, you know, yeah, we're there. Awesome. Thank you so much, Nick and Justin. Yeah, thank you very much for having us. Thank you guys real quick for having me on the show. Be sure to send me some PBR, maybe a few double cheeseburgers. I'll really appreciate it. Signing out. Hi, y'all. Good night, guys. Good night, guys. Hi, y'all. This is Ron Burlington. Just just dropping by to wish you guys well and have a good night. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what did you switch? Like... It got better towards the end, I think. I, don't I know. pushed this in a little, but it's yeah. oh a wire or yeah, oh that. I thought you flicked the switch. I don't know. Like Skype was being real shitty, real shitty tonight. I just yeah. figured like maybe. It oh, was you the... know what? This wire was loose too. That could have been it. Uh, These are all a little loose. That might have been the issue too. Could have been something stupid like that. You know? Yeah, man. I remember. I don't know. I remember watching the real ghost, but like I yeah. vividly remember watching it, and like uh, I always wondered, even like I said back then, because the one did look yeah. a lot older, like '50s style. Yeah, like, yeah. The one that was just Ghostbusters, like, and I don't know how they got away with the fucking, the fucking show. Like yeah. I never understood that. And I remember going over like 
my cousin Ryan went to Ryan's house as like a little kid. Yeah. And he had the actual movie, and I didn't know there was a movie. There like, was for that. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like before that, I thought yeah. maybe there was uh, another Ghostbusters. Like I thought the Marshmallow Man was like the when I was like four years old. I thought that was the funniest fucking thing I'd ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thanks movie. for listening. We are wrapping the show up, and we will see you again someplace. Same time next Wednesday. Someplace. Have a good one. See ya. Okay, have a crappy weekend. Hope your house burns down.